it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome, welcome at Nacho in the Box. Today is Nacho Average Tuesdays. We took a hiatus yesterday. We know. You missed us. It won't happen again, we promise. Stay tuned next Monday for Shakes. Montana Mondays, we'll get into it. Probably have a pregame show, of course. We'll talk about that later. Today, Nacho Average Tuesday, we'll get into that in just a second. Tomorrow, debate Wednesday, Black Freezy. You already know what to do. Thursday, LRP Fantasy News. NFL, NBA, all that good shit. Whatever you want to talk about, bring it on in. As well as Friday, E-Style Fridays. You already know. I don't need to do too much explaining. We'll talk more about it as soon as, you know, we, we get to that. But tune in on Fridays as well. Today we're going to talk about Week 10. All the news, all the updates, all the scores, upsets galore. Man, it is a good to ride the dogs and the unders, but... We will get into that as we get into all the updates and scores as well as week 10 and stuff today. Uh, we will also get into a topic in the second hour that I think a lot of y'all will enjoy. As we move uh, forward to the rest of the show, just enjoy. Y'all know what to do. But first and foremost, like always, let's hit that intro. What about tomorrow? How for us to start winning is now, 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 now. At the end of the day, it's the same three things you've had to do in 35 that you got to do now in 2018. I do not see no holes on this wall. You got to run the ball. Here he goes. You gotta stop the run. Tyreek Hill lines up in the backfield. The ball pops free, and it's recovered by Harrison. A snack for David Harrison early. 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 And you gotta pressure the passer. Went hangs in, holds it down. Down he goes. And an early sack by Olivier Vernon. Vernon. Two kinds of players in this league, folks. There are guys that play professional football, and there are professional football players. And the professional football players are the guys we want. I don't want guys that want to win. I want guys that hate to lose. Hate to lose. Odell Beckham Jr. down the sideline for the touchdown. Giants fans, you are now listening to the hottest show on the planet, The Shakedown. Here to give you everything you need to know on your New York football giants are... Black Friday. Black Friday. Welcome to the New York Football Giants, Saquon Barkley, a.k.a. the Golden Child. <laughs> He's a choking for Do you know who Alec Ogletree is? Like, I'm asking you for real. Really? Me. But do you know who he is? J-Rock, J-Rock, J-Rock. You saying we going 16-0, huh? 16-0, bro. 
How dare you say anything worse? <laughs> How dare you? Out your mind. You know you just dragged to the Messiah. Obi is the one and only Shake Montana. Now, if that man was a prospect like a Peyton Manning or a Joe Montana, like I've been saying the whole fucking time, you don't pass up on this talent. You don't do it. You don't do it. Now here is your host, Shakes Montana. Yo, <laughs> it's not Shakes. It's not Joe. It's not your average Tuesday, y'all. You know what we doing today? We talking all NFL, all things fun, all things cool. Week ten recap. Like we always do, we're going to run you through these scores. We're going to run you through everything we got going on this week, um, pertaining to the news and the storylines, and moving into week 11. So um, let's start here. Thursday, like always, Ravens at Dolphins. Dolphins pull up the upset, 22 to 10. Uh, we talked about a little bit, a lot of it on Friday. Um, and as we move on into Sunday, we will go with the morning games. Um Cowboys defeating the Falcons 43-3, to a nice comeback victory for the Cowboys after the disastrous game that was the Broncos last week. A lot of people might think that that makes the Cowboys um, okay, which I think it does as well to me, too. I think you get them right on the right track. They get a lot of points. They move on forward. So um, it was a game that I thought a lot of people, including myself, could possibly end up being a trap game for the Cowboys. They end up showing it was not winning the game outright 43-3, to and it was not even that close. Um, as we move on to the next game, Saints taking on the Titans. Titans coming out victorious 23-21. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Titans had a, a pretty big lead there, Saints catching up. Um Trevor Simeon throwing three interceptions and then three straight touchdowns. Um, made it a good game there at the end, but the Titans ran away. Uh, Colts, same thing with them. Uh, early lead there, um, getting the victory, holding off the Jacksonville Jaguars 23-17. to um, Next game on the docket will be the Patriots at the Browns. That's a game I'm sure we'll all get into, uh, considering the way Baker Mayfield uh, played last week and all the talk about him pro- progressing um, Bill Belichick making sure that did not happen. Forty-five to seven, Patriots over the Browns. Uh, the Buffalo Bills getting back on track here. Forty-five seventeen over the Jets, and not even that close. Um, Josh Allen not playing the fourth quarter. Uh, a lot of second stringers in, uh, able to get I think two touchdowns there late. Um, not even that close. Bills beating the Jets. Forty-five seventeen. Uh, the embarrassment of the weekend, the Lions versus the Steelers, 16-16 tie. Buccaneers getting shocked by 10 points by the Washington football team. Definitely getting into that game and everything going on there. As uh, as we move on forward into the afternoon games, Carolina Panthers, uh, brand-new quarterback Cam Newton, two red zone drives, two Red zone touchdowns, rushes. Um, Minnesota Vikings holding off uh, the Los Angeles Chargers, 27-20. to The Green Bay Packers shutting out Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. Uh, Russell Wilson for the first time in 150 games in the Seahawks, the first time in a decade, uh, 17-0. to 
Uh, Eagles thumping the Broncos after the Broncos come out looking pretty good and decent last week against the Cowboys. Again, it's what kind of league is this? Um, Eagles coming out 30-13, to 13, uh, getting a good victory there over the Broncos. And then Sunday Night Football, Chiefs getting their swagger back against the Raiders team 41-14, to 14, a third game of Patrick Mahomes' career where he throws for, I think, 405 touchdowns, or I believe that's how that works. Uh, and then, of course, Monday Night Football. Um, the Los Angeles Rams um, losing to the San Francisco 49ers, 31-10. That game just being a total shellacking, a, a total whodunit. <laughs> uh, it's an interesting one that's fresh on the mind. A lot of people, I'm sure, are going to overreact to that or react accordingly. Um, again, it being quite yesterday, I'm sure there'll be a lot of overreactions. Um, the 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 thoughts I had yesterday on the games are probably not going to be the same ones I'm going to spew today. So um, if you heard me yesterday talking about the games, it's not going to be the same thing uh, as maybe I, I'll say today. It's just you know it fresh on the mind. You get a little overreact. That is the league. That is the game we are in. Um, quick reactions, overreactions. That's how it goes. And right now the Rams suck and and they can't get anything right. They're seven and two, and I think still fourth or fifth in the NFC, and probably would be leading, or if not tied for the lead in a lot of other divisions, a lot of other conferences. So, or seven and three there. So, it's not as if it's the end of the world for the Rams. They will get it back on track again. Uh, let's not forget Kyle Shanahan is the quote unquote kryptonite of Sean McVay, as he has not been able to get a winning record against him. Um. As as we move forward, we're going to talk about some of these games. I think we're going to get into um, the morning games first. Um, <clears throat> the, the morning games, again, didn't have much of a, um, a do about nothing. There was one game in particular that I think I would like to discuss, and I think it's the brilliance and the fact that the man himself, the myth, the legend, the guy who is supposed to go number three, who falls all the way to 15, Patriots don't have to move, and they get the quarterback of the future. 19 for 23, 198, three touchdowns, zero interceptions, a quarterback, uh, total QBR of 83.9, and a passer rating of 142.1. I could say right now Mac Jones is the future in New England, and I think the crazy thing is is now if if people want to compare – this team to the 2001 team, that is a very valid comparison. However, your quarterback is light years ahead of what the 2001-2002 quarterback was at at that time in his career. Um, there is a reason why the, the the quarterback of the New England Patriots in 2002-2003 was picked 299. There was a lack of skill there that needed to be honed over the course of time. And with Bill Belichick's greatness, he honed that skill, was able to make it great. The, pro- the, 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 the problem for all of us now is he's got a guy that he's got to do that with. Mac Jones is an instant leader. He's an instant guy that's taking command of the, the huddle and the locker room. Uh, and, and he is, and he is, um, he, he is definitely uh, one of the, one of the the quintessential pieces for for building a quarterback up and getting the right i don't want to say scheme but the right the right stuff 
I mean, he knows what to do, how to do it um, when it pertains to getting a young quarterback in and, and getting him acclimated into the game. He did it for for one guy who, who you know, who was a sixth-round pick. I'm sure he can do it for a first-round talent. Um, I think that's the issue um, that a lot of people don't understand is that the talent with Mac Jones is a first-round talent. It is highly above anything, anything Bill Belichick ever had to start with at a quarterback. Mac Jones is the best to start with he's ever started with. Um and that I think is 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 a is, is a scary thing for the rest of the NFL because it turns into what's he gonna do from here? And the success level of Mac Jones I think is the sky's the limit and will the killer instinct be there? I think um them being in AFC championship games is something that'll be there all the time. They're gonna be back. I think they are I wouldn't call them a dark horse anymore because the way they played is 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 not dark horsey. Uh, they are they are they are back. The New England Patriots are back. Um, let's let's uh, stop with the uh, their rebuilding and retooling. It took them a year. They're back. Uh, the New England Patriots are running rough shot, putting up forty, fifty, forty, fifty points a week, um, running the ball effectively tight ends, catching the football effectively, defense not giving up any points, getting turnovers, sacks, and bunches, but playing sound football and doing your job. I think that's what most of us uh, as as NFL fans, as NFL people watching the game, I think that's the most scariest thing. Um, I don't want to say scariest, but the most, uh, I don't say frustrating. I don't know. It's just looking at the fact that the Patriots are back now. It's just it's just mind-boggling. One, that they did it so quickly. Two, that the NFL allowed them to do it so quickly. And when I say the NFL, I mean the owners and other GMs. You had an opportunity to not let Mac Jones fall to them. We all saw the writing on the wall. We let it happen. Um, nobody decided to jump up for Mac. Nobody decided to do anything. He falls straight to the lap of the New England Patriots. He's now out there throwing three touchdown games, barely breaking 200 yards while they're rushing for 100, 140, 150 a game almost. Uh, defense isn't giving up anything and playing, you know, hard-nosed football. They got a few guys that, you know, they got a guy in Kyle Van Noy who's getting paid 20 some $30 million from the Dolphins to play for the Patriots. I mean, if that doesn't if that doesn't show you how much people are willing to, to, to play for Bill Belichick, I mean, check it out. There it is there. I'll go collect money and I'll go collect a – collect a check or collect, try to collect a ring. So I think the craziest thing now is that it only took a year and a half uh, and they're back. We could stop saying they're rebuilding. We can stop saying that um, we don't know what's going to go on. So I think the craziest thing now is um, we've saw who, who won the first, um, you know, ring while they were away in the Brady, you know, Belichick era. Um, Brady jumps to a you know superstar all star team. Belichick builds one, uh, and the crazy thing is he didn't have the names or anything on it. He just went out and grabbed one and made one. So again, I think the scary thing is is the starting point of the most important position for Bill Belichick is at its highest it's ever been for a starting point in his career, um, and that makes that just an extremely scary situation for the rest of the AFC East and the Buffalo Bills. I think. Um, Thinking, oh wow, this is you know perfect timing. The the Patriots are down, they're out, and we get to run wild for the next ten, fifteen years with Josh Allen. Uh, nope, not today is what the Patriots said. 
Mac Jones, uh, Josh Allen, and they'll be running the AFC East for the next 10 to 15 years. And I am excited because not only were the Patriots that dominant, but they had no competition in their own division and really very few in their own conference. So now they've got conference competition and they've got a real legitimate division uh, uh, rivalry competitor, however you want to put it with them and the Bills. It'll be fun to watch, even though we all know they can't play in Miami. That's neither here nor there. Um, as we move on to these next games, I got, um, I think I got, is that Black Freezy with me, sir? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, I went over the scores and everything for week 10, and um, I know the New York Giants were on a bye week. So was it watching football games this weekend? Was it a relaxing weekend with the with no football? So let's just leave it at that, and I'll catch the scores later type of weekend. What kind of football did you watch, if any? I know late night is always fun to watch Sunday night, Monday night football, but uh, anything else that caught your eye over the weekend? Uh, besides the fact that the Patriots are back and probably making another AFC championship game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, you know, I was watching, you know, for fantasy purposes only, really, honest truth. And, um, you know, uh, watch, uh, I think um, I was watching Red Zone, really, so I didn't really get the, the containment of all of these games. But, um, you know, watching, um, <clears throat> who was it? That was uh, the golf in them? Golf, was it? The 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 Lions and the Steelers. The Steelers, yeah, man. Um, my boy Rudolph was out there swinging. It was a nasty game too. It was nasty weather. Uh, a lot of a lot of fumbles. A lot of hard hitting football out there. That shit was real. Um, what's the score? What's the score? I know you guys were there. Uh, what was the end of the score now? That was the tie. Yeah, that was, high, the, that that was, was the best game. Yeah, twenty-nine, twenty-seven. Which which game are you talking about? Yeah, I think it was the Bears, right? Was it the Bears? No, the Lions in the. I'm bugging. The Lions in the uh, the Steelers, sixteen, sixteen. Yeah, that Final was the sixteen, time. sixteen. The embarrassment, the tie, the embarrassment of the league. I think you mm-hmm. you were one hundred percent right though. That weather out there started getting real rainy and nasty, and it was definitely not a a a. Eight, I don't know, they're not fun, but it was a KG affair, as, as some people in the soccer community would say. It was real close-knit. Um, this real quick, Steelers have three possessions in overtime. They go fumble, pump, fumble. So that's how that game ended for the Steelers. Yeah, it, um, it was not good. It was definitely not good. Uh, the fact that they were throwing the football in the rain when you have a guy like Najee Harris back there is something that I'll never understand, especially when that – that type of game called for running the football. Um, so, yeah, that was just an interesting one. And, and the Lions are the Lions, so we expected that to happen. But uh, I honestly thought they were going to win. I mean. Yeah, well, Najee had 26 carries for a 105, baby. I mean, on the clip, he did his thing, man. Mm-hmm. And they didn't utilize him at all in that, in that, in that uh, <clears throat> excuse me, in that overtime. Uh, it was a yeah. No, that was crazy. I didn't. I didn't understand that part. Yeah, they they well they ran it to him one time and then Rudolph fumbled and lost the football. Then the Lions, you know, missed the field goal. They they gave it to Najee again and then it's you know shotgun shotgun punt. Um, and then 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Lions go out and punt, and then it's they were a taking shotgun. shots down the field, though. They were was, taking but, shots down the field. Yeah, but you can't. You can't. It was just. It's too. Like why? At this point, um, <laughs> you have to like. Like you're. It's rainy. Just run the football. Mm-hmm. Like you got. I thought I mean, that one when Dante Johnson fumbled that fumble right there. I thought that boy was gone. I thought he was about to take it to the house. I thought he was about to catch the angle. Then poop. Yes, yes, exactly. I definitely, definitely thought that was going to be the, the end of the game. Uh, we do have the resident, the resident better. Um, as we get uh, this, this, this Nacho Average Tuesday show rolling nine one four two zero five five seven nine six. Call in, uh, get your voice heard as we speak. Um, don't forget to keep your eye out for some things too. We got some things in the works, so uh, keep your eye out for some of that. Um, when we talk about Week Ten, Dancy, I believe this is Dancy, and I don't want to be wrong. Yeah, we will. We will talk about. We will talk a little bit about um, the Patriots being all the way back here in a minute because I know you'll enjoy that conversation, but. Um, Let's get directly into the Week 11 competition to the New York Giants and the fact that they lose by 10 points to the Washington football team. Um, Some people are not seeing this as an anomaly as this team played them in the playoffs last year with the same quarterback and played them extremely well and almost got the victory. Um, Again, another defense, quote-unquote, figuring out Brady. Um, Is this something where you see other defenses can learn from them? Or is this something where those defenses and coaches just have his number and no matter what he tries to do, they have the right answer? And it you could try to replicate as much as you want. You just can't get it done. Um, is that the case, or do you see chinks in the armor in the old man that is Tom Brady? Dancy. Well, what's up, guys? And nice opening notch. Keeping it flowing. Love it. Um, I really can't say they have his number, but I, I you know, I got to give credit where credit is due. Division foe, they let the playoff battle slip between their fingers when everyone counted them out. This week, everybody probably counted them out again, me included. I kind of think Shakes took the skin, so I'm sure we'll hear some chest beating if I'm right on that. I feel like I feel like I felt like he did. Um, but. To me, really, no one saw that coming. You you went and got beat by the Saints, by Simeon, which is pathetic. Then you go to a bye, and Brady going into a bye. You know, everybody could pull up those stats, but I guess the difference is it's Brady and Belichick going into a bye. So now mm-hmm. we're seeing we're seeing Brady um, hit hit some rough patches without Belichick, but. The best part, we were talking about this in the chat a little bit. J-Rock brought it up. J-Rock loved it, which was Bruce Arians calling out his entire team, Brady included, saying, sorry, I got traffic going by, but uh, saying uh, the, the the whole team, you know, they played like ass, our quarterback included. When you play like trash, you can't expect to win. Nothing's given to you, especially in this NFL where it's any given Sunday. And, and between the refs and not in this game in particular, Nothing with the refs comes to mind. But between the refs and just the way things have gone the last, let's just say, three weeks in the NFL, nothing. You know, you can't count anything 
you can't put anything on the calendar as an easy victory or an automatic. And I'll mute myself for a second. Uh, awesome. You were good. Um, I like the sounds of the city. Sometimes it gives a nice little realistic yeah, my, feel. My bad. <laughs> good. It is Los Angeles. We do got people. I got some homeless people out here. Probably got some uh, mental mental game tripping. Prayers up for them. But as far as the Brady whole situation, let me just bring it to a, to a head here. Do I think he's got? Do I think they got his number? I don't think anybody has his number. I think the only person capable of having his number is him. And it does seem that when he gets, as the Giants have shown in the past, if you get to Brady early and often, and rattle him a little bit, he the rest of the game, he's in his own head. I saw a little bit of that. Um, I, as you said, I'm a gambler. Yeah, I also threw down at halftime, fully expecting him to come back, which didn't come to fruition, which did surprise me. And kudos to the division rival, the Washington football team, and Ron Rivera dialing it up on him. So as far as that goes, I'm not going to bury the guy, but something does seem aloof over there. Something does seem a little bit off. They are missing Gronk. They are missing uh, Antonio Brown in the offense. That brings a lot, just like we saw yesterday with the Rams missing Woods. Having those options on the field takes away a lot of openings in the, when, when teams tend to play zone. And uh, we'll see what happens on Monday night when, when he comes to play us. So. Exactly. Exactly. Again, um, I think the interesting part about this game and, and we'll get deep into it here um, now. And I think the, the one thing, like, give me one. I had a cough there. Sorry about that. Um, the, the interesting here we have going on is that there's a, a certain, a certain, you know, we know what's going to happen when it comes to Tom Brady. And um, I think when we see Tom Brady go down and get the touchdown, he makes it a, a 29 or a 19-23 game. They missed the extra point, which is we'll, we'll get into, you know, special teams and an NFL thing in a, in, in a, as a whole in a minute here. But I think we all anticipated the defense is going to get the football. Um, they're either going to make a stop or they're going to hold them to at minimum you know, three points, make it a seven-point game, and we'll see Tom Brady go and do his thing. I think the one thing we totally forgot, though, was that it wasn't a Bill Belichick-led defense and that, that not everyone there is, is you know, do-your-job-oriented. And when you lose a couple pieces and guys go out, Vita Veda goes out, um, the you see a, a loss in depth and things of that nature. And then, of course, the game as a whole for Tom Brady in that offense goes, I mean – I brought it up last week, and I'll bring it up this week. If he's got no Gronk, we've got no offense to watch from that guy and that team. They go as Gronk goes. It is very evident to see when he is healthy and on the field, he is a a weapon that every single defense has to take care of, and they devote one to two to almost three people on Gronkowski, and that is a danger. And I think even with the absence of AB, if you still had Gronk, that team moves they get points and nothing happens. The the problem is is that if everything goes the same way, if Gronkowski's still there, they're still down nineteen to twenty three. Nineteen plays. Eighty yards. Ten minutes and twenty six seconds. That's what the Washington football team one of the most explosive offenses in the NFL as we come to know, sarcasm included, that they do that to a defense that just 
shut down Pat Mahomes for 60 minutes in the Super Bowl and has looked pretty pretty stellar through the first eight to nine weeks of the football season. This isn't a, a, a prolific offense. This isn't a stellar offense. Let's not go out here and start pumping people up. This is a this was a a a two win team going into this game. And offense was their problem as well as the defense not living up to the name they were supposed to live up to, which I think that kind of may have been a little paperwork and 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 things of that nature going on to um to Washington side. But the end all be all to me is this. We expected Tom Brady to get the football back. He does not have a defense right now, especially with the late absence of Vita Vea, with the confidence that I think a lot of people will say they're going to be able to stop everyone and get their def- and get their offense the football back and then give Tom Brady the chance to do Tom Brady things, get the ball to Mike Evans, get the ball to the guys they have that are there and healthy, and get down into either field goal range or it would have been a touchdown to win the game, which I don't think anybody else – I don't think anybody thought that wouldn't happen. They go down and score a field goal. It's a seven-point game. I think everybody on the phone and in the room goes, okay, they go to overtime. They don't get it. They get a, you know, they get a two or three or four minute drive, and Tom Brady gets the football back. They get a touchdown, and I think we see that Buccaneers run away with it. The fact that Henneke goes out there and destroys that defense for ten minutes, you know, nineteen plays, runs straight down the field, and gets a an, a, an awesome touchdown the way they did, um, it, it it proves to it proves to the misfortune that Brady does not have a reliable defense as much, even when guys go down and people are unhealthy like say he did somewhere else. But as we move on, uh, he's Real quick, chosen right there, one. Though, uh, with that, my bad. Staying with that game, though, Terry McLaurin, man, he is a bad man, right? that, that dude. Because he went out with an injury, and, and they thought he was uh, questionable to return. And they mm-hmm. looked completely different without him. And there were a couple passes where he, Heineke just threw it up, and he went and got it and got beat up for it, mm-hmm. but still came down with it. It was ridiculous, dude. It was ridiculous. <laughs> it, it was. It was. It was ridiculous. And, and, and as we move on to this next game, I'm going to bring the next man of the hour in. We have two men of the hour, but I'm bringing the next one in because we're going to talk about his son making a triumphant return to the field after what was a not good week against the Jacksonville Jaguars and his, I don't know, what do we call it, a multiverse personality, Josh Allen versus Josh Allen. Moving forward, he gets to sit down in the fourth quarter because they're up big against the New York Jets. Um, the Buffalo Bills, 45-17. E, the chosen one, my friend, my sir, my buddy, Tell us about this game. Tell us about everything you felt about it. Did did you watch the entirety of it, or did you stop watching like I did when they just started whooping their behind? Peace, peace, peace to the gods, peace to the herbs. Um, y'all know what time it is. Nine one four two zero five five seven nine six is the number to call in. That game I watched in its entirety because the New York Football Giants didn't play. So the coverage was for the New York Jets. I actually watched that game to see if Mike White, the Jets quarterback at this point, you know, would have a pretty decent game or to see where he's at in his rookie, you know, campaign and if he's actually going to put Zach Wilson in a quarterback debate. But I really watched the game to see the bounce back for my beloved son, Josh Allen, dismantle destroy 
and get a get-back, feel-good game before moving forward into the season, remaining games that the Buffalo Bills have. Watch the game in its entirety. Game was over in the second quarter. Um, it's just what the Bills do. And, and they look like the team that everybody thought they should look like in the beginning of the season. They're getting back to form. I have a theory that is general when you really try to think about it when I call football is played in quarters. Now we're entering the third quarter. A lot of teams have been on a bye week. A lot of teams have played a lot of football. A lot of teams have put a lot of tape out. Adjustments will be made. Offensive coordinators will start to add things and wrinkles into their playbooks. Defensive coordinators will start to realize how can we stop and what can we do to stop talent or not. You're going to try. This is the adjustment period. Buffalo did exactly what Buffalo needed to do. They came out. They ran the ball with a different running back and Matt Breida, who was hurt for most of the season when they picked him up. He showed why they picked him up. Zach Moss goes down, comes in for, you know, a little bit of fantasy points for me here and there. Thank you for that. Devin Singletary comes in. They were all successful running the ball and getting the ball downfield. Josh Allen was locating his number one receiver and Stephon Diggs hitting his tight end, also the third receiver, Gabriel Davis. It was just a Buffalo ass whooping in New York City. Bottom line. Mm-mm-mm. Ass whooping, ass whooping. From one ass whooping to another ass whooping, although his son didn't give it, or his son didn't take it either. He was on the sidelines. LRP, your game of the hour. Carolina Panthers, Arizona Cardinals, 34-10. Cam Newton, small package. They bring him in in the red zone, two red zone appearances. He gets two touchdowns. They get P.J. Walker in. They now say, uh, the head, head coach now says Cam Newton gets all first-team reps. He will be the quarterback moving forward. Two things on this game. One, your reaction. The fact that this team came out in the Arizona Cardinals last week with pretty much the same roster um, and, and put out a show this week not showing up, is that the fact that they are missing their key guys um, and we may have put too much emphasis on the coaching? Question number two, the Carolina Panthers and Cam Newton moving forward. This looks amazing. Am I right? LRP, thank you and welcome to the show. Peace, everybody. Peace to the guys. Peace to the others. Before I get started, how's my audio? Got to make sure I'm straight. Perfect. Sweet. So, first question about the Arizona Cardinals. Red Sea, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, look. Um, the coaching last week and the intensity and the way they executed last week it's definitely different from this week, but it's a week-to-week league. We all know that. And matchups are important. Preparation is important. And what you put on the field or who you got rocking, which was important. You know, rocking, going to the club, you won't call these individuals. If you're going out to get something to eat, you won't call these individuals. You know, so, you know, I think it was a lot of that. Kyler Murray not playing huge deal um, for them as far as how they moved the offense, you know. They had some tape on the, on the kids from last week. Coach McCoy, I said um, we'll call him, and got caught thinking a little too much. I think last week it was just a little bit more blindly just, you know, just blacking out. This week, thought about it too much. 
ass last night. I know you didn't ask me that, but God damn it, I'm going to say it anyway because I don't care. Football is football. If you got a dude and you're not moving the ball and you got Higby dropping passes that can't catch a breast, if it was thrown at him with a whole body and he was still missing, end up hitting her forehead, how do you not put this kid in for 13 points or 14 points? You know, like, what are you doing? McVeigh, you outthought yourself. You should have just put the dude in there so I could have won what I was supposed to win. But anyway, rob me of that. They're going to rob me of uh, moving to your next point, which I got robbed of, speaking to your next question. The reunion that Cam Newton had and the reunion that he's going to have should have been the Giants, bro. So now I'm rocking with my brother Jason. He, you know, I mean, it's rubbish anywhere else. Because that shit was supposed to happen in giant land. Everybody knows it. I don't want to hear your bullshit about you not wanting to admit it. You're going to admit it. It should have been us. But that's okay. I let it go. I'm not bitter. Love Cam Newton back in Carolina. Mm-hmm. Kyler Murray be back. Red Seaver be back on track. Mike White. Is Mike White be the chosen one? Zach Wilson was never in danger. Anyone who thought that, I let you guys speak, and I heard you, and it was dope when you said it then, but I didn't believe it, just like a pastor up there preaching. It sounds good, but I am not doing that when I leave here, sir. So at the end, appreciate you. Appreciate the time. I hear you clicking in, so getting jittery. Let me put myself in the penalty box. Got penalty points now. That's <laughs> a little shot at obstruction, bro, but I love you still. Keep it going. Yeah, and the way the way that the Arizona Cardinals have been unable to combat any quarterback or any system that the Carolina Panthers have thrown on them has been evident. It's 0-6 in their last six games, including playoffs. They just have their number on top of the fact that, you know, whatever it may be, big boogeyman, all that other good shit. Um coughing again there sorry as we as we move forward into a game that i'm sure we all witnessed and we're going to get everyone's opinion here on this one is sunday night football and because of yesterday us having of course like i said in the opening the hiatus that we'll be back don't worry about it shakes me back we we have a good monday next monday but not getting into it kansas city chiefs las vegas raiders now i i want to Start with with Black Freezy here, and um, there was a bunch of talk about the you know myself included. This Kansas City Chiefs team is you know they they're falling to the wayside. That defense is not good. They have not been good, um, and they need to rely on Patrick Mahomes being the Patrick Mahomes of old to get up and and continue to win. Uh, we got a lot of flag for that. Um, Patrick Mahomes throws for 400 yards, five touchdowns. That's Patrick Mahomes' things. They went 41 to 14 um, against the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, your thoughts on the entire game itself? Um, the fact that you know a lot of people are glowing, are glowing because it, it looks like they are back, passing 50 times in a game, uh, rushing for 94 on 25 carries. It's under four yards a carry there. Um, relying heavily on the arm of Patrick Mahomes, which a lot of us said they they should be doing if he makes the right plays. We saw the side arms. We saw a left arm. Tell us how you felt about it, what you saw. 
um, not only from the Kansas City side, uh, but a Vegas side that I thought and most other people thought was making their way up. And maybe not so much beating Kansas City, but not getting Molly up like this. This is not a Raiders team that we all thought was going to be playing this midway in the season. Black, sorry, the floor is yours. Yeah, yeah, peace of the God, peace of the earth. You know how we do it. Hey, man, I told you, stop playing with my son's name. You know what I'm saying? All the y'all. And I'm just talking to one person. But, hey, the honest truth is this, Nacho, man. We got to be honest, man. Everybody has a down game. Everybody has a down season. You know, they just haven't been dominant. But they've been in contention, actually, they're leading the division, I believe, right? So, yes, they needed to lean heavily on Patrick Mahomes' um. But this was a different game they needed to bounce back. Honest truth is, Las Vegas is not a good team. They're just not. They're not a good team. Um, you know, we, we get to see exactly what happens. Uh, who they play next? Actually, I don't know. Whoever Kansas City plays next. Uh, oh, let me know. Right now, okay. My bad, my bad. I know, sorry. Uh, the Cowboys. Ah, so all right. So that's a premier game. That's a game at the crib that I want to see going. You know, something going on there, and I need them to win that game. Dot com. But from this game right here, man, this is this is one they needed. This is a dominant game by my son out there, man, um, doing what he did and doing what he does, man. And, um, the honest truth is, uh, <laughs> when the weapons is working, whoo. It's a problem, boy. That motherfucker Tyreek Hill is a problem. Ain't nothing you can do about it. Um, then you get some Kelsey running in there. Um, you know, and then they got some 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 contributions from the um from the run game. You know what I'm saying? A little bit. You know what I'm saying? And actually, they didn't throw the court a long pass down the sideline. They did like 30 yards or so for a touchdown. Um, but man, what a game! What a game! I loved it. You know what I'm saying? A nice bounce back. So a nice little flash of my son, Derek uh, McKinnon. Uh, Darrell Williams is a kid, man. Uh, 11 carries, 43 yards. But uh, when he caught that motherfucker down the sideline, and broke my back, got calm in fantasy. Uh, nine receptions for 101 yards. And a touchdown. And boys is out there slinging that rock. I think Patrick Mahomes threw that motherfucker. Yep, 50 times. I think both of them threw it like 50 times. So, hell of a game. I loved it. You know what I'm saying? Nice bounce back for the squadron. On the road, you know what I mean? So let's see what they do with the Cowboys at the crib. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, it's, yeah. like I said, uh, I, to me, the word consistency comes up. And for the first, uh, you know, eight weeks, it was consistently bad from the defense and inconsistent from the offense. So we will see if that defense can continue to keep it up. But like you said, they got a number one style offense, healthy coming in, CD Lamb and them boys ain't none to play with, especially when they got Dak Prescott slinging them the rocks. So we going to see and we going to see, um, you know, God willing and all that good stuff. Uh, either chosen one, uh, Sunday night football, the Raiders, we got a little bit about the Chiefs, but the Raiders, 14 points. Uh, Derek Carr sitting there at, I think, 25 for 35. Um 261, two touchdowns and an interception, and not an awful passer rating night at 90, 99.8, but a bad total QBR 
um, at 58.7, uh, which we all know is is pretty bad. It's an F. It's zero to 100 scale. So 58, you know, still an F there. Uh, was unable to get any rushing there. Derek Carr leading leading the team three rushes, 18 yards. Again, when you're down that big, you're going to have to throw the football. So rushing is kind of out of the game. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders, they got a big problem. This a little speed bump. You think that they just ran into a team that was talked so much shit about that they had to make sure they got right, especially a derivative rival who, I might add, in the Las Vegas Raiders have been giving the Kansas City Chiefs fits. But this time, no fit had. 14 points only, losing by a good amount, getting blown out. I believe at home, yes, at home there in the in the Darth Vader tunnel. What would you like to say about this Las Vegas Raiders going forward, especially with Derek Carr and Bisacci, you know, Bisacci, how's you doing? How you doing? How's your family? <laughs> You're going to get that name right, brother. But <laughs> um, listen, this is not even about the Raiders, and it's no disrespect. It's not about the Los Angeles, I mean the Las Vegas Raiders at all. This is about running into a well-oiled machine, coming off of a loss and starting to reel back into the playoff picture that Andy Reid possesses the right mind, the right thoughts, and this is something that I discussed last Friday. Again, will Andy Reid make the adjustments to allow his team to once again be the contenders that they are? Absolutely. This team has went to the Super Bowl for two years straight, Let's not forget that. One they won. The other one they had some major injuries that played a major role, and they came up against a defense top five, top ten in the NFL last year in the Super Bowl and the greatest of all time as a quarterback to lead the rush against them, which allowed defeat in their situation. But this is an Andy Reid coach team. This is a talented team, and he finds a way to make adjustments and put his team in the right position. So no disrespect to Las Vegas, but you just ran into Andy Reid actually focusing in on what's going on for the rest of the season. This man is a winner. Look at his record for the last seven years. I think he's probably top three, top five dead or alive. This is what he does, and Vegas just happened to be in the way. Pardon me, excuse me, move over, please. That's what happened. Has nothing to do with Vegas. Just wasn't daytime, and ain't gonna be none moving forward. That's it. They ran into the juggernaut. And I think that's what a lot of people are coming away from this game saying is, as much as they would like to put it on the Raiders failing, uh, it, it was much to do about the Kansas City Chiefs trying to get right. And as soon as they got their foot on the throat, we know them not to take it off, and they went full steam ahead. Dan C. LRP, anything you two would like to say on this matter uh, of the Sunday night football matchup that was the Kansas City Chiefs beating the Las Vegas Raiders in Las Vegas 41-14? to 14. Go ahead, LRP, if you want to go first. Uh, man, I was just going to say – Pat Mahomes is Pat Mahomes. I would like for him to slow down a little bit when he throws. He missed a couple that were, you know, and like I said, I, I'm not, no, no, no way am I throwing any darts at this kid. You know, I, I love Pat Mahomes. He's a hell of a player. However, if I'm just being all the way real, got to slow down, man. Got to slow down. I know you're Superman, and you like the little Incredibles kid, 
doing the race and shit. And he was like, you know, make it close. You know what I mean? Slow down, slow down. You know what I mean? So he was telling them, don't go crazy. Just slow down on them throws. You don't have to be stylistic every time you do it. It's okay to put your feet in the dirt. You got the space, you know. You don't have to turn your body every time. So that was, other than that, man, yeah, I thought it was just the Raiders getting reintroduced to who the Chiefs are. Um, Kelsey had a hell of a game. Oh, yeah, he did. You know, I love the thing that he did after, too. That shit was hilarious. So, <laughs> Oh, football. I got my swagger football. back. Yeah, when he backed up like that. <laughs> Dude, was a clown, yeah. man. That's, that's a good I can, I can hang good. out with him. You know what I'm saying? It's cool. Oh, cool. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so, and, and on that, on that note, if we're talking about that, yo, I'd rather hang out with Kelsey, Kelsey than White? Kelsey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she's fine. Sorry, sorry, Dan T. Yeah, after that, have we seen his wife? And yes, I have. <laughs> My bad. I was just, I just was going to say, you know, shame on me. I, lo- I lost money on this game, not individually, but as part of the last part of a, of a couple parlays going into the night game. And I tend to pick mm-hmm. underdogs because they pay out better. And, uh, I mean, and when I go back before the week started, I wouldn't have changed anything. I would have thought, yeah, man, Raiders got him. But now, after the fact, money's burnt. Can't, can't go back. But I'm just saying, when you look at it, this, they play them twice a year. Trick Mahomes is very familiar with playing the Raiders. Okay? So... Should have been smarter than that. The gambler inside me being like dummy, but uh, the the jury's still out to me on the Chiefs. Like, are they back? I don't know. This is a team that that he's played twice a year his whole career, so he's got to he's got to prove it to me. No, you don't have to prove shit to me. He's a Super Bowl champion and an MVP, but this Chiefs team has to prove something to me. If this is if this is the real Chiefs or what we've seen up to this point is the real Chiefs or somewhere in between. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, it's the it's the turnovers for me. The fact that he's got none in the last game. We'll see if he can keep that up. Still tied for second, or or, or the only one in second place, leading the league, second in the league in interceptions. But of course, he's also first or second on league in passing touchdowns and I think total yards. So it's the give and take. I think we're I think we're gonna have to live with that. Some fans um, that turnovers are just gonna come with the game, and I think the you're just going to have to deal with that, you know, Come for on, most quarterbacks. You're a, Brett um, fan. you're a Brett Favre fan, man. Cut that shit out. I I think you're negating who I'm a real fan of and who's a quarterback now, and we could talk about the lack of interceptions there. But um, the Come on, man. The, the Monday night game is a game <laughs> that I want to get into. Um, we could talk about. We could talk about league leading 4.7 touchdown interception ratio uh, later if you want to. Um, that's all time. The Monday night game in general was supposed to be a coming up party. The Los Angeles Rams are all in. At the tweet said before, you know, a week or two ago, uh, when they went out and got Von Miller, they go out and they get OBJ. And sad. Thoughts and prayers out to, to Robert Woods and all that. The same day they actually do that, he happens to tear his ACL. So timing, I think, is impeccable for that. But I think that's one of those things when you look at it, it's just, man, bad timing, bad everything all around. 
And then we come to Monday night. Um, a team, and we will break it down from the very top to the very bottom. Sean McVay versus Kyle Shanahan has been very much in favor of Kyle Shanahan. Uh, Sean McVay versus the other two coaches, I think it's a combined like 17-2 and two or, or 17-3 and three versus uh, the head coaches of the Arizona Cardinals and the uh, and the Seattle Seahawks, however, against the the, the Kyle Shanahan uh, led Niners, uh, he is not so good. I think he's four and five, or or maybe three and five, or something of that nature. He has not played well and coached well against Kyle Shanahan uh, led Forty Niners teams and his tenure in Los Angeles. So, um, to me, that is much to do about a lot. Um, and then you move on down and. You get to the fact that you, you've got real one real weapon in Cooper Cup who has real chemistry with Matthew Stafford at the wide receiver position going into this game. Um, and then the defense. Uh, I, I think we all thought that defense was going to show up and show out um, with the addition of Von Miller um, and the way that they were playing the front. The, the, the front four would play. The whole, de- the whole defensive line would play. It would help out Ramsey and them boys. Um, th- this – and I will start this conversation off, and then I will move on, and I will call these gentlemen out. But to me, this is much ado about nothing. The Los Angeles Rams ran into a team that usually whoops their ass, number one, a team that got a little bit healthier in the, in the Niners, a team that, that knew what they were going up against because most of the offensive weapons that they see were not there. And they were able to shut that down when that was a high-powered, well-oiled machine and the Los Angeles Rams, and, and they were able to shut that down multiple times. And you bring in Matthew Stafford, but you still lose Robert Woods. You lose uh, Akers, even though I know he's been gone for the whole year. You lose all these guys and these things. And, and then, of course, you bring in someone else. You're trying to bring in two, three days on a whim. There's no one in the world that can that can absorb an offense enough in the NFL to be actively productive in an NFL game two to three days out. So it's to me much to do about nothing. I disagree. Kyle Shanahan, I disagree. Kyle I Shanahan, disagree with that. Uh, okay. Kyle Shanahan has uh a a number, whatever it may be, on Sean McVay and that team. He has been able to show time and time again they just do whatever they want against Sean McVay's offense. Um, and he just can't do it, whether it's an overthinking thing, whether he's trying to, you know, beat dad to the punch because that is the Sean McVay, the Kyle Shanahan tree, Sean McVay tree thing, whatever you want to look at it, that's how that goes. So to me, moving forward, um, we will see how much we can, we, that, that OBJ will be integrated into the offense next week. I think making an overreaction decision about uh, the Rams offense after one game, especially after losing someone as important as Woods is halfway through the week and then getting someone else. And it's it, as much as we would love to enjoy a plug and play system like we do in Madden, the NFL is real life people. And it's just not that simple. So um, since I heard his voice and he wanted to get it across LRP, the game in and of itself, what have you, what you want to talk about. 31-10, San Francisco 49ers at home against the Los Angeles Rams doing their thing and getting the victory. Um, anything you would like to say, and then, of course, the game itself, anything you would like to talk about, X's and O's, wise that you saw, maybe that stuck out to you. I'm just saying, man, we ain't about to do that, say that these dudes didn't have a chance and without weapons. And, look, they lost Robert Woods. They did not, you know, they lost him to a to an injury. 
and they had uh, excellent replacement to be able to still do the things that they wanted to do. They didn't try. They didn't even try because of this fictitious-ass belief that we seem to think that the things that, yes, things that these guys are doing are extraordinary. Yes, I couldn't do what those guys do. However, I haven't been doing it for the last 30 freaking daggone years. Football is football at the end of the day. Schematically, in this, that, and the third, football is goddamn football, man. Dudes is men. Go out there and show the fuck what you got. You know what I'm saying? With all this timing and, you know, oh, he only had three days to learn this. Cam Newton went in there and it was like he was never never left because he had uh, Joe Brady. You got to do it with some sense. Don't, don't sell me that. Don't sell me that. No. The dudes took the night off. They tried to, you know, they went out there and they, okay. But don't tell me they tried to win that game. It should look like Garrett out there. Don't do that. Don't sell me that. Odell Beckham, man, he can go in there and all of a sudden this kid dumb. You don't know how to run a fucking route with your gifts? And you mean tell me someone of Matt Stafford's stature can't get it together in four quarters? They didn't try, bro. That narrative they've been singing all goddamn day. I knew he wasn't going to get much time. No, man. Fuck that. What are we doing? You guys are... No. No. Mm, yeah. Uh, it, it, it is interesting. Again, Cap Noon, a whole three for four, eight total yards passing, one touchdown, uh, three rushes, 14 yards, and one touchdown. Uh, I don't know how integrated into a system that might be. You get him in the red zone and does what he does well. I don't know if that's comparatively speaking to someone learning an entire offense and doing things at the wide receiver position, but we can get into that in a little bit later. Um, the The next person on the docket will be either chosen one the same thing to you um the the los angeles rams losing by 21 points down big early and really no comeback to be seen uh really nothing to be had there um but to you much ado about nothing you think this rams team who has seven wins already uh is dead uh and the niners are are alive and well and the nfc is west is back or is this just a little speed bump in the Rams' road to a playoff, uh, deep playoff run? Was that to me? I turned my yes, ear away for a second. Yes, oh, it was. We're to talking me. about Sean McVay's inept thought process last night because the 49ers came out with a different defensive plan that he's faced all season and it worked. Absolutely to perfection. Again, second-half adjustments. He went into the second half of that game down and made no adjustments on offense, thinking he was going to run cross routes, dig routes, drag routes, on top of five wide-open drops. At this point, implement a weapon that you just picked up. I don't care what anybody has to say. OBJ had no effect on yesterday's game. He just arrived on Friday, but you find a way to say, hey, listen, let's get him open. He can get open by himself. It's not like he needs the help. And on certain situations, they were doubling him because they obviously didn't believe in Van Jefferson and they didn't believe in Higby because of the way he was dropping passes. They kept everything in Mm -hmm. front of Cooper Rush and short slants, uh, short outs, 
no goes. I don't think Matthew Stafford completed a pass over 30 yards last night, which is his bread and butter, which is the reason why you get an Odell Beckham, because that offense just takes the tops off defense. Nick Bosa was who he was. Those linebackers showed up. And on the offensive side of the ball, Jimmy Garoppolo and Debo Samuel and the running backs in the running game period punched them boys in the mouth. It didn't matter who lined up. It didn't matter that Aaron Donald was there, Leonard Floyd was in the game, Von Miller, the new addition. It did not matter last night. The 49ers came out to play that game against a division rival and to show we're not as worse as you think we are and whatever you might have thought, I'm going to help you rethink it for the next time when you come out. It was something that happens in this league. It's called any given Sunday or any given Monday. You sleep on a team that's hungry enough, and they'll step in your throat and show you you're not as good as you think you are. Sean McVay, go back to the lab, act like you want to win games, make your adjustments, and act like you're a contender. Bottom line, shout-outs and kudos to the 49ers because nobody mm-hmm. saw that coming. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't think I saw that coming. Um, I did not see the chemistry working uh, for ODB the first night, but I definitely did not see them losing that football game. I thought they would still win. I thought they would have uh, the wherewithal. I do put a lot of onus on that with Sean McVay. Yeah, with an entirely different quarterback, with an entirely different, different timing. They the whole thing and, like this dude just been sitting on the couch like Cam Newton was for months. Yeah, no, I, I, I understand. I understand. I understand. It's, it's, it shouldn't be that hard. It it it, it is. It and is LRP. Don't tell me that it is. No, it's not. It is LRP. No, it's, it's a it's a different quarterback throwing you the football. It's totally different timing. Totally different routes. A totally different offense. If if you're telling me in a few days he's taking over someone who's been in the offense for more than three years, and we're talking about a guy in Sean McVay who we all discuss as being one of the most smartest complex offenses in the NFL. So, like, I get what you're saying, but this is not just picking up the football and, and going and running it for two cod- yards when you're six, seven. That's coddling brain power. That's Let me finish real quick yeah, before we start you. interrupting I, real I, fast. I, I let me finish. Let me finish, and then, I'll, and then I'll get to the people who, who are going to talk, okay? I promise. If we're talking about Cam Newton, who got out <clears> of the couch and ran for two yards twice in the red zone when he's six six and can reach for four, he throws three passes, four of them, in the red zone when he's got to snap and throw it to one read. There's no reading in the offensive plays that he did. It was literally Joe Brady saying, we got five plays for you. All you got to do is catch the ball and run it to the right or catch the ball and throw it right there if it's open. If it's not, you're running it to the right or left or up the middle or whatever's open. There was no learning of an offense when Cam Newton comes off the couch for that. He did nothing in that game. That was P.J. Walker's game, and Christian McCaffrey ran all over him. And that defense shut down Coach McCoy. So, like, to sit here and say and compare Cam Newton getting off the couch because that team beat up on a backup quarterback and no wide receivers, and that team offensively ran through P.J. Walker, and Cam Newton came in for a couple uh, changing momentum-changing plays is not comparative to OBJ trying to learn an entirely new offense in two to three days and be an integral part of it, an integral part, not just a, a guy you throw in there and just throw the ball up. Like, it's, it's just so much more 
it's so much more than that. But first off, they tried. That's the difference. Carolina tried. Rams didn't. The fact that you just gave him the credit of being involved in these plays shows me that Carolina tried. Regardless, they tried. I'm telling you what I know that the Rams didn't. They were scared to put him in. Can I can I jump in LRP? They went out into I was about to. I was as soon as LRP is done. Either chose one. You're up. Again, too quiet. Someone's either muted. Well, LRP muted himself or something. I was I was done. Go ahead, E. Oh, okay. Okay. Yo, listen. LRP, let me say this. I absolutely 1,000, 20,000, 30,000% unequivocally agree with you. If that man is on the field, you work, you allow that man to be the best in his situation for the moment. This is where coaches, we don't like to stab them enough. And I don't, of course, I don't mean it literally, but we don't stab them enough. You have Odell Beckham, Cooper Cup, Higby, Michelle, Henderson, an offensive line blocking well enough, and Matthew Stafford back there at quarterback. You are projected to go to the Super Bowl in so many people's minds in the NFL right now. In so many people's minds, you're projected to go to the Super Bowl because of your dynamic offensive mind and your ability to get the best out of players because you're a player's coach, but you're still a great coach at this point in the NFL. Respect it. You get that man the ball, and I'm not talking about by any means necessary. You put him in a situation where he runs a couple of routes that's not too complex, Nacho, that fits the offensive schemes. He knows how to run routes. See, if we were talking about any other wide receiver, like a Megatron or a, 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 a Davis or, or a bigger receiver, then I would say, listen, this guy is not that guy for this kind of system immediately. And Odell Beckham is not either. I'm not saying that because of the complexity of the playbook. But what I'm saying is there are three to four routes that you cannot tell me that Odell Beckham cannot run and win on those routes to start building up chemistry and getting him into the game. And you just totally sat him down. While you was getting your ass whooped, let's get that out there. It's not like you were in a tight situation like, listen, we don't want to put ourselves in any jeopardy. You are already hurting at this point in the game. And it wouldn't have cost you anything and possibly gave you some type of progress. You could have let him run two to three routes, slant, go, out, hitch. He knows these routes. And with Matthew Stafford throwing the ball, he would have been able to catch some passes. The fear in Sean McVay and the sucker in Sean McVay cost him that game last night. He gave up after the second quarter. And you could see it all in his person. You could see it all in his situation. And we all know the team goes how Sean McVay goes. He's hyperactive, electric coach for the players. Last night, he let them down mentally and emotionally, hands down. Yes, it, 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 again, yeah, I, I totally agree with the fact that Sean McVay was unable to 
amass a game plan to to that he could stick with to, to win this game again. I didn't expect OBJ and that offense to be firepower ready and to go out there and throw the football and throw the football and throw the football and win by getting four or five touchdowns. Matthew Stafford, OBJ's got two touchdowns in his debut. I didn't expect none of that. What I honestly expected him to do was to go out there with that offensive line that has been playing well and running the football well, for them to go out there and run the football and try to run it down their throats and dink and dunk some passes, like you said, and try to get it done with Cooper Cup, who him and Matthew Stafford, for whatever reason, and, and regardless of who else is on that fucking football team, them two have a chemistry like 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 very few wide receivers and quarterbacks have. Them two are on the same page so fast, so quickly, it's kind of it's kind of just, you know, a nice, it's a nice little awe, awe, awe thing to say about them because, like, look, it's just one year they're leading the league and all this good stuff is going on. Touchdowns, they're that, yeah. they're that combo. But I thought that would be the game plan. You get in there, you throw interception on the first drive, they go down and score because you give it to them inside. I think the red zone or something like that. You better give them the thirty or forty. Then the next drive, you throw a pick six. You're down 14-0 before anything gets going, and now you can't run the football because you're already down big. They go down and run the football. You go down and get the football. You're like, okay, we get a touchdown. We're down seven. Defense, we brought in Von Miller. We brought in these guys. Let's not not hold this defense accountable for the fact that they have a seven-point deficit, a chance to go and get this offense of the San Francisco 49ers off the field, give Matthew Stafford and that offense who just went down and – who just went down and scored another chance to try to tie this up. They let the Niners run down the field 11 plays, 80 yards for a touchdown. So, I'm sorry, 90, 91 yards. So, let, let's, let's we, we want to kill Sean McVay. We want to do that too. But when we can talk about him getting punched in the mouth and not knowing what to do, that is totally agreeable. But they were absolutely punched in the mouth to begin and start that game. There was no, there's no doubt in my mind. That if you know why the you way why? it goes, so you know it? why hmm. because they were calling an offensive scheme and an offensive uh, a clinic and how you worked the ball. They didn't throw the ball. They they didn't give uh, Donald. They didn't give. Uh, Von Miller didn't give none of those dudes time. They didn't give Floyd none of those dudes time to be able to react. Once they opened it up with Debo Samuel and how they were using him, that opened Mitchell all the way up. What are you talking about? Now. They actually oh, used it. And then their game and the, the way they were getting the ball delivered was right in the nucleus or the soft spot of their particular defense, not too far off the line of scrimmage, keeping it away from Ramsey and them boys. So, no, they actually use people. Debo Samuel yes, carried yes. the ball yesterday like a running back. Yes, he yes, carried he the ball he, like a running back. Yeah, he absolutely did, and 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 they did. They utilized all the players that have been playing in that system for at least two to three years now. And the Forty ers did the game plan that the Forty ers do exactly. when they have uh, Jimmy Garoppolo mm-hmm. quarterback. Hold on, at one, at, at one point, keep that on that little backslap. At, about at the, this chemistry shit as if that is the end-all, be-all to running a football franchise, play football team, or whatever. No, it don't take no months to run across the field. Hey, when I go, when you I know, slap that's where I'm on I, the I, ground, I, I don't you think start running gave a towards me, and I'm going to turn it, around but... and give the ball to you. And then yes, you yes, just I, go for I, what you know. I understand, I understand that, and, and we're, we're – we're, 
we're getting a little bit into, I think, uh, you know, blaming Sean McVay for not utilizing OBJ because of the fear of the non-chemistry, I think, is what I'm saying. You're saying. It's not about that. It's not about that. uh, uh, that's what that. I am. That's what exactly what I'm saying. Is what I believe. I'm. Hold on. Can I finish? Can I finish? As soon as I'm finished, I will 100,000 percent let you say what you need to say. I, I guarantee. I don't want you to go down the wrong path, though. I don't want you to go down the wrong path. I'm not going down the wrong you. path. I'm trying to tell you what I am saying, and then you can tell me what you're saying. I'm not going down a path of letting you know how you feel. What I am saying is, last mm. night. John McVay's fault was not utilizing the offense because of fear of not having chemistry at the wide receiver position. When they were down big, you have to do that. That is my thing with last night. That's all I'm saying. That's all I got to say about it. Roger that. I'm 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 up. So no, no, I was I was waiting for LRP. I, I was too. I okay, said Roger cause that. I'm, I'm totally yeah, get LLP, it's you, brother. I said Roger that. That's that's it. No okay, problem. now me. I heard what he said. As you guys, as you guys, you guys know see, well that he's throwing that little back and boomerang with the mm-hmm. the underlining tone, trying to and that's but that's okay. He knows what he's doing, and that's fine. I heard you. We good. And we, right. and we well, know the one play believer, whatever the fuck we believe, and that's, that's that could be that too. So I'm just I'm just definitely going to stick with the premise in this conversation. Yes, Yo, who's that? That's me. It's Montana. But um, Black Freezy is oh. in the background. Hey, you gotta cut your um shit up, Black. Yo, we can't hear you. That's why they talking. Yeah, we over. can't hear you. Oh, all right. No, no, no. Thank you. No, nah, thank you, because I didn't know what was going on. Thanks, Jake. So I'm going to keep going again off the premise. Last night, forgive me, I don't know the coach of the 49ers. Forgive me. I, just, I don't keep Shanahan. up with them like that. All right, Shanahan, right? Shanahan came out with a game plan that worked against an opponent that he's been playing against for years now, and it worked last night. He had the players to execute his plan. This is something that we've seen over the years. Remember, the 49ers were just, what, playoff Super Bowl bound a couple of years ago. Let's not act like that. He lost a lot. That's the reason why they fell back down and they started to rebuild. Mm-hmm. But let's not act like they were not there just a couple of years ago in the Super Bowl. Yes. And we, know, we, will, so. we talk yeah, about and, five and, catches real quick, even real quick, my bad. But we talking about five catches, thirty nine yards. We talking about five catches, thirty nine yards. I ain't talking about no two touchdowns and oh, it's back end he gonna be shining on the on the forty nine helmet, this that, and the third. We talking about five catches, thirty nine yards. You mean to come on, come on. I know. I'm with you, you. You, you. You're getting paid millions. You can't five catches, thirty nine yards. We're talking about four plays. Hey. Odell, how's your arm? I want to protect you. I don't want you getting shaken and rattled against this defense. So how about how's your arm? I remember you doing a play about way back when when you was with the Giants. You remember that familiar? Can you tell me the verbiage and how that goes so we can make that more comfortable for you? Because I would love to get you on something to Cooper Cup, especially when you're down by this much. Don't sit here and talk to me about yeah, chemistry you. when you I got brain. You. I'm with you. I'm with you, bro, and this is what I mean about Sean McVay was emotionally and mentally and psychologically, excuse me, I rattled in that game. Look at his eyes. 
Look at his face. He had no oomph. This is a guy who runs down the field side by side when his receivers or running backs have a long touchdown run. He's an exciting young coach. We would love to have him as an offensive guru. Last night, Shanahan snatched his spirit. Scorpion, Mm. get over here. He He grabbed him from the other sideline and brought him into his huddle and said, you ain't doing this tonight. Yeah, he did that, and he definitely has done that multiple, multiple times. Kyle Shanahan definitely owning Sean McVay in the head-to-head match. We are uh, carrying over a lot on one game, and I want to move on because there is someone who's been holding for 20 minutes. Uh, thank you very much. And there is a game that I discussed earlier that I'm sure he so much wants to talk about. Shakes, I heard you on the line. We will get it to you in just a moment. This gentleman has been waiting for a very long time, and we want to get into a game that I discussed, like I said earlier, when I said that Bill Belichick and them boys are back. Uh, AFC championship or bust for them. They might even make a Super Bowl this year. But you will. Baker Mayfield, 45 to 7. Sir, welcome. And the floor is yours. Hey, what's good, fellas? Hey, you know, um, I just got to say, man, he's just loud as he used to be. Hey. Yeah, <laughs> we can feel better than the Giants. <laughs> so that motherfucker just as loud as it needs to be. <laughs> you you downgraded, huh? Twenty two, hey. huh? Hey, hey. Um, but no, just to come real quick on on what y'all was speaking on, because I think it was a huge oversight in the elephant in the room. Well, I mean, in general, with the Rams, bro. First of all, with the Rams, OBJ's. It, I agree, Nacho. He's there. It's a complicated system. And number one, as a coach, as coaching a team before, you just can't can't, can't have some random-ass guy, I don't give a fuck what his name is, come in your team and then take precedence. You got to dumb down the offense, debilitate your offense, when you got guys that are there working their ass off, and to tell me that you got to start centering your offense around this guy, that's disrespectful if you're at other three, four wide receivers. This is, these are professionals. This ain't no little league team. You start doing that, then then it's a problem. I'm going to look at you aside. I've been working my ass off. I'm third wide receiver, but I know the offense. At least you can give me a chance this game. I know he's coming, but damn. You're telling me you're about to, about to take, make this guy take precedence just because you're about to, you know, uh-uh. You just don't do that. As grown men, you don't disrespect other grown men, number, number one. And they do have a complex offense with his reads. It's just not about taking a post or or out. or You know, you got to be able to it, – it's a reading thing. Should I, should, I, should, I, should I break right? Should I break left? Are we on the same page? It does matter. And I got this guy three days. Three days. I'm supposed to center my whole office around him to get him involved in three days? Come on, man. That's ridiculous. That's a straw man argument because you're encapsulating the whole argument by saying that that thing I, has to be bigger than what it is. That's a straw man I, argument, bro. It's in debate I, 101, and I get it. And I get it. But what I'm talking game. about here. Is something minuscule. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. There's six plays. Six plays. Seven plays just is the encapsulation of your offense. Don't know. Because well, we got receivers out here getting 15, 20, 13% of the snaps. 13% of the snaps is not the center of your offense. We are talking about this so situation, know. though. That's what we are talking about. about but you want to make it about the new guy that's not even on the team. I can't give him player time over this other guy at all, at all, because he's been working hard. You can give him. And on, and on top of that is OBJ. Let me let me just finish. The dad going on snap, top of that, OBJ, OBJ, OBJ is not the OBJ of old. I don't care what y'all say. He's not that OBJ no more. I'm not saying he's not good. Don't get me wrong. 
but he's just not that guy. And if they double him, he's out of the, game, he's out of the equation anyway. But at the, the elephant in his room is Kyle Shanahan. Did anybody check the numbers on Kyle Shanahan? Mm-hmm. This guy has Sean McVay's number, period. Nobody said nothing about that. That's the that's the like the elephant in the room. Does nobody know about Sean Shanahan? How many, if they probably if they, out of ten games, uh, Sean McVay might have had a beat this guy one time. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm saying you got to think about that type of stuff there as well. Other than that, man, it's just uh, the Rams. The, the Rams. The Rams. Oh, the they gonna get it together. But as far as the Browns, man, the Browns week, Baker Mayfield sucks. That's what it boils down to. He's checked down. He's checked. No, I'm going to stick to it. He's checked down. Let the man finish. Uh, Baker Mayfield in reference to the Browns. The Browns, first of all, we're we're not there yet. People want to make it like we're there. We're not there. We do have the uh, personnel. Um, But we just still lost a good talent. You know what I'm saying? OBJ is a good talent, bro. Whether we were using him or not, he's still the, the hell of a decoy, you know, to draw doubles. And not, now it's just, just straight up. Landry hurt. Like we got a lot of injuries. But Baker Mayfield, everybody knows he ain't the one. If you lost, if you watched Baker Mayfield the last two or three years and knew anything about football, you know he's not the one. He's going to be a backup, career backup after this, after this year, more likely. You know what I'm saying? He, this was his time to shine. And, but we've never been able to depend on him to win games. He's been the game manager for this whole time. And so um, people – Try to say that um, you know what we have a running back, we have a we have an offensive line, we got two, three, we actually got four running backs that we lean on, and that's why Baker Mayfield is signing. No, I disagree. The reason the reason why Baker Mayfield and this offense is signing is because of his limitations. He can't he can't go to an outside receiver. An outside receiver is useless without unless he's off a of play action. Now, if he's on a play action, he can. That's why he leads the league in like I don't know over sixty yards. Running game so good, mm-hmm. and he he gonna catch you once or twice over a game. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, but overall he he can't drop back. He can't drop back. He can't do what a quarterback is supposed to do. And that's always gonna be my knock on the Baker Mayfields, the Cam Newtons, the Lamar Jacksons, all them guys. And it's gonna be a point where you gotta drop back and read the defense and deliver. That guy, if you watch him, he's the most hesitant, non-throwing a pick, not wanting to make a mistake guy ever. And you can't be that with as a quarterback. You got to make something happen, and that's and and we're gonna go as far as he takes us. Um, period. A running game is gonna be there. We probably win a playoff game, but we're never gonna be able to win the Super Bowl. And Mac Jones is the truth. I told people this before before they was gonna get him last year at this time that he's gonna be probably in two or three years in the Super Bowl um, because of the mm-hmm. situation set up straight for them. And so yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely, absolutely. Exactly, and and and. That that to me is the is the biggest thing is when you have uh, guys from the same national championship picking him over somebody else that they had a quarterback with. Uh, I think that speaks volumes, especially uh, when you also have people like Tyron Matthew who come out today on Twitter and call him out who have no ties. LSU, Alabama, especially they should hate each other. Uh, he's out here calling out people saying, "Look, man, he's good now, and you want to ride his coattails." But when he he first started, he wasn't a thing. So I think that's the biggest thing going on, especially when you have a body and you have a gameplay like that. You're not going to cause any any <clears throat> any headlines or anything um, when you're barely thrown for 200 yards, a couple touchdowns, and you have that pass rating up over 120. No one's going to really talk about you because it's not 400 yards, five touchdowns, 300 yards, four touchdowns. You're just quote unquote game managing not turning it over and, and winning, putting up 40, 50 burgers with a good defense in a run game. So um, that to me 
is the New England Patriots in a nutshell, uh, restarting the dynasty up over again, and everyone in the AFC has got to beware. But this time around, they got a foe. They got a brother. Where he's not a big brother, he's not a little brother. They got a brother in the Buffalo Bills, and I can't wait to see that play out over the next four to five years. But we do have shakes, my friend. Uh, you have been waiting. You've been sitting in the background. Uh, the great thing for you, you get to choose what we're going to talk about from the Sunday night, Sunday games, Monday night games. If you want to talk about Thursday night, which we already did Friday, so I'm sure you don't. Um, but any game that piqued your interest, piqued your eye, made you pause, made you say something. Uh, we discussed mostly all the important ones that I can think of. And, we, of course, we discussed the the upset of the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But Shakes Montana, the floor is yours. Welcome to Not Your Average Tuesdays. What's going on, man? Um, um peace, God. <laughs> First off. Peace, peace, peace. All right, first I'm going to say this. I'm kind of mad that I was right, but wasn't fully right on this one. And what I'm talking about is the Tampa Bay Washington. And the reason why I gave the reason of why we was going to beat Tampa Bay was because I felt like they were going to go through a battle with Washington. They were going to get beaten up. And we were going to lick the chops. Pause. Tampa Bay played worse than I even imagined. I'm like, oh, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. And I had Brady and Fournette against Black Freezy. Shouts to Black Freezy. I'll get to that fantasy shit in a minute. But um man, they they really beat their ass. Like and I was watching that game and Brady you know I have this love hate thing with Brady. More hate than love. It's like I hate the fact that people call him the greatest. Like I hate that. I hate that, but I can't deny (laughs) the greatness, right? Like, I don't want to call him the greatest of all time, but I do acknowledge his greatness. So to see him have a game like that, and as I spoke on here before, my dad is a Brady super hater. I mean... He 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 couldn't wait for a game like this. <laughs> so um, all we did watching the games, me and him together, is just and it was great because I had a bye week. I I had to just enjoy everybody else, and um, he he was good because his Cowboys beat up on the Falcons. So I'm, I'm we watching this, or I'm watching it, and I'm like, oh, another interception. Oh, another interception. Oh, he's so great. He's the greatest. <laughs> right? So we was having fun with it. And um, they lose the game, though. I didn't see that coming. I'm like, whoa. Oh, man. Now I'm kind of afraid. 
because, yeah, I, I'm cool with a beat-up Tom Brady. I'm not cool with a mad Tom Brady. Yeah, I don't like that one. So Washington kind of fucked me up on that one. Thanks. But, yeah, um, other than that, I would say, uh, of course, my charges, man. Minnesota winning that game. You know, not to disrespect Minnesota or anything, even though I don't like Kirk Cousins. But I, I don't respect them enough to think that they would have beat my charges like that. I ain't like that. So, you know, uh, other games kind of caught it, really. I'll let y'all know what y'all did in the prediction pool. Uh, What's that, Thursday? I think um, I'm tired for King of the Week again this week. Shout out to me. I'm doing awesome. But, yeah, that's about it as far as this week is concerned. Oh, one more thing. Um, LRP, J-Rock. Man, I don't want to hear it, bro. James. I don't want to hear it. Your, all victims this weekend in fantasy. I don't okay. Chill will. That's the elephant in the room. Not so. Hey, chill will. You real quick. Why I'm yelling? Happy. Hold on. Chill will. Let me address you real quick. <laughs> Beginning of the season, and I ain't gonna talk about your team. You can do that. But beginning of the season. I told you something, right? I told you. I think I went 0-2 or I was 0-3 at this point, and they was talking shit about my, my team in the championship league. And I said, yeah, they talking shit now. Watch out be in the playoffs when it's all said and done. Look at where I'm at, chill, Will. Look at where I'm at. So all I got to say, that's, I'm, yeah, I got it from there. Uh, the fantasy league sports update that Shanks talked about will be com- will be coming up here in a few. Uh, <laughs> we will we will we will love to hear from that. Now, a, a man that I would like to get a, his voiced opinion on the L.A. game. I totally skipped over him and I did not get his opinion. The man whose residence is in Los Angeles, Dan C. I'm sure you watched this game and you have watched this team in person. Um, earlier in the year when they were at the full hype. Um, is this – are they dead? Um, is the Robert Woods injury that big? Uh, is the Niners the kryptonite that people talk about, or is this a team that has just didn't – had their head up their ass and, and tried too much? Dan C., Los Angeles Rams, Niners, Monday night game recap, and then we'll move on and get some – get my last topic in before that fantasy update. Yeah, thanks, man. I'll keep it quick since we spent a lot of time on it. Um, I did see it coming. I didn't see it coming the way it came, but I was in the chat early and said this this has upset written all over it. Too much focus, too much hype on one team. Kind of uh, me Chiefs, not enough Indians on that team. When you got that many focal points of star-related talent, you kind of forget it's a team game. And the 49ers played a team game. 
and how you play a team game in the NFL is in the trenches. They ran the shit all over them. It don't matter that Aaron Donald's there. It don't matter that Von Miller's there. They pounded that rock, and that's what they did. They were dedicated to it, and they wore them out. It was it was nice football to watch in that aspect. Getting to the OBJ aspect, I agree with you, Nacho, that he was there a minimal and and chill will to that extent. Um, he wasn't there very long. They tried to get him acclimated early, which is really the only time you could get him acclimated. They gambled, which I like to see, which is they probably said, hey, we're going to get you the ball early and often, and if it doesn't go our way, then we got to – extract you out of the offense because we're going to have changes at the line. We're going to have changes on the route. We're going to have a lot of things that you're not up to speed on yet, which we saw. So right there, that first interception was a blown route by OBJ, but I'm not blaming him. He rocked the fool. He rocked uh, Ward for catching that. He's a football player. That's good. But after that, you kind of got to take him out and say, we're going to go into the bye and we're going to get you acclimated with the playbook. So, they tried, and uh, they kept forcing too much. They forced too much, and they turned the ball over. And they kind of went away from their game plan, and it's hard not to when you're down 14-0. So yes. about that, you know, it's any given Sunday, man. And, it's again, it's a division game. It's a team that plays each other like you kind of touched on. It's two young coaches coming from the same tree who like the same sort of philosophy to mix it up with motion and out of the backfield. Shanahan got it, but don't don't forget Shanahan and the Niners, they didn't win a home game for over a year. And the last mm-hmm. time they won was against the Rams in their home home field. So the more we find out and figure out about the NFL, the less we really know and find out and figure out about the NFL. But uh, that was a good game. It had upset written all over it. It came to fruition. The Rams, are they dead? Are they done? I'll let you know after the bye. They need to go into the bye. I think McVay is a good coach. I think they're a good team, but they have, now they have a lot of chiefs in there, a lot of headstrong mm-hmm. individuals. Let's see if they can become cohesive. And I, I said the Rams in the, in the Super Bowl in May, it's pinned on my Twitter feed. I'm going to keep it pinned on my Twitter feed. I'm going to die by that. And uh, I still think they get to the Super Bowl. It's just looking a little, it just looks a little different, but I'm going to keep it. Uh, yeah, I think they're going to get there and they'll figure it out. It is going to be different. Uh, I think a lot of people had them winning that division and, and having a first-round bye looking at the Cardinals. Might winning that division, they're probably going to have to go on the road that first week. They do have the bye coming up, but, of course, the tests don't get easier. Number one team in the NFL at Lambeau after the bye. Um, the, uh, the next topic that I had, and, and Dan C. touched on it very briefly when he said the more we learn about the NFL – the less we know about it. And he hasn't been more correct than he has been in the 2021 season. I believe I want to get this right. Underdogs are 85 and 47 against the spread this year. Um, It is an underdog year Um, under as well. I think that one's a little uh, 60, 40, the over under this year, leaning more towards the under of course, but Upsets, upsets, upsets. I'm going to start with my main man, Black Freeze. I haven't heard you in a while. Uh, we're going to start with this game, and in, in, which has upset, I think, written all over it on the spread. Team coming off a bye, 
team coming off a Thursday night loss, having 10 games to prepare. Chicago Bears, six-point underdogs at home against the Baltimore Ravens. Is this upset special or Ravens carrying away with the win and, and, and covering that spread? Yeah, my bad. Normally I go in, but my bad, man. Yo, pass me over something. My audio terrible, sir. But uh, Ten, my bad, man. Ten four, no worries. I will go to his father, Lamont Jackson's father. Upset special, Justin Fields at home. A week off shakes your team coming off that ugly Thursday night loss to the to the Miami Dolphins, to the Baltimore Ravens get this victory and cover the six points, or is this upset special against the spread, either Chicago pulling off the victory or covering that six points? How do you feel about it, Shakes Montana, sir? I mean, I ain't a better man on that spread and all that shit, folks. But whatever motherfucking... That shit is on the paper, I'll rock with it. Because it's Purple City Gang all day. Whatever it is, we going to win. We going to cover it. We going to win. Dubs all over. All right? That's number one. Number two. This Miami game, that was a trap game. And it was a game I was a little worried about. You know, usually throughout the season, I have not been worried about any games. I'm like, yo, we're going to win this game. We're going to win this game. We're going to win this game. Even when we were down, I'm like, we're going to win this game. This game, going in there, I still picked the Ravens. But I had a funny feeling in my gut. Oh, I don't like those funny feelings. So, I think we didn't match up really well with them. The things that we do, I think they match up well against. So, we were kind of playing it to their game. I don't really see us playing them in the future. Even if we do, we'll have something else for them. But, on to Chicago. We're going to whip their ass, especially for the Giants. I already talked to them, talked to the organization. I said, look, we need y'all to win this because we need to pick. All right. So y'all can go ahead and count that as a dub. You can put it in your prediction pool. You can go ahead and and, and mark it down. It's a guarantee we're going to win and beat the Bears. So, right. So, Mm-mm-mm. I think there's also a little, as much as I believe you in the purple gang, little hints of blue in there because you know the loss gives you a better first-round draft pick. I see you there. I see you and there. That's why I talked to him. It, and, you know, it means and, a lot. And, it means a lot right it, now. It, it, it does. And, of course, anytime the Bears lose, everybody in the world wins, so we're good. Um, I, I, I think that I thought, the Ravens I, – I, uh, I thought Shakespeare was just speaking <laughs> French. We oui, we. Oui. We 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 we. I did I did think he was talking about that Monday night game for a second there. Then I had to rewind and say I, I didn't ask him about that game. So I understood. I get where you're coming from. Um, the next game on the docket, 
E the Chosen One, sir, are you with us? Absolute to the root. Shake yes, sir. Bro. I just need you to you, know that. The way you be acting over there in Baltimore, you, you, you <laughs> love it. You, you, yeah, bro. You, you, I'll be listening to you, fam. Your excitement yeah. for that Ravens team is, is a real thing, bro. You are really involved. You are feeling that to the, yo, you're sucker, bro. Mm-hmm. Sucker. As, and we as go to the we, state, man. I'm telling you, man. I've been waiting for three years now. As as we as we proceed on to this next game here, eat a chosen one. I'm gonna read you some stats right here. Two hundred and twelve for three thirty four, two thousand yards, two thousand three hundred and seventy eight yards, seventeen touchdowns, three interceptions. That's QBA. QBB is two hundred and thirty out of three forty seven, two thousand six hundred and two yards. 19 touchdowns, six interceptions. QBA or QBB? Just answer that real quick before I ask you this question. Of course, the stats are always going to point to QBA, bro. All right. The question for you is the Indianapolis Colts going into Buffalo, a hot Indianapolis Colts team. If anyone is wondering, quarterback A is Carson Wentz. Quarterback B is Josh Allen. I fully anticipate the Buffalo Bills the heater, the wagon that they are to continue the success, even though this is not the New York Jets. I still hope, not hope, but I believe they will continue the success. The question for you, sir, is, is this an upset city? Is Carson Wentz and that team who has been rolling the last few weeks, the offense is going, Jonathan Taylor, oh, my God, fantasy owners rejoice. Anyways, upset special, Josh Allen and your son rolling and rolling, carrying that wagon onto the playoffs. The floor is yours, sir. First of all, I hate Carson Wentz. Let's just say that right now. I just want to get that out there for everybody to know. I hate Uh, Carson Wentz. Uh, I second that. I hate him. The way Shakes feels about Kirk Cousins is the way I feel about Carson Wentz. I hate him. Overblown, overhyped given too much early as if he was something that he was not, and I knew he was just this, and I was waiting for his downfall. No disrespect to his life, but all disrespect to his football career. Now I'll move on. Hell no. Just because his name is Carson Wentz, that just tells me right there that they have a chance of losing, bigger than anything. Yes, I realize the Colts are a team reeling, hungry, offensive line. When you have the things, and let's talk about it. They match up against a Buffalo Bills team due to their running game. That puts any team in the NFL in a matchup that they could possibly win. Running the ball in the NFL is one of the number one things that allows a team that's offensively running the ball to actually play defense against a team as well. Kills the clock, keeps sticks moving, opens up for the passing game. Football 101. I'm not teaching anybody anything. But right now, McDermott and them is not having it. Carson Wentz is going to go into Orchard Park, if I'm not mistaken. I think that's where Buffalo plays. I think it's called Orchard Park. They're going to go in there and he's going to have a wake-up call. It looked cute, but now it's time to play real football. This is where teams separate themselves, 
and you learn where you are and who you are not. It looked cute, and I love the coach colors, but it's time to put a little red in that. Hell no. They're going to get it. Hey, um, hey, E, the chosen one from the Bronx real quick. Um, I don't mean to cut in your shit, but just a quick question. Just quick, you know what I mean? And I don't want you to give out too much information, but you are residing in New York State, am I correct? Yeah, not that far up, though. That's like... Uh, yeah, 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 I, I, I get it. But, but, yeah. but, Buffalo does represent New York State. Am I correct? Yeah, the actual only team. Oh, okay. So you're just New York bound. All right, I got it. Okay, I get it. Yeah. Mm. That's mm. just solidified. Yes, yes, it is. Uh, New York thank you, E. I would like to thank you for that. And I'm with you. Bills, Bills cover, and they do their job. Uh, LRP, sir, are you with us? All right. Yeah. Take that. Oh, okay. Uh, just the question, of course, for you, your game, your son. I think you saw the trend coming. Um, Cardinals, Seahawks. Seahawks coming off a shutout loss to the Packers, but Russell Wilson playing in the cold with the finger injury, I think that was detrimental to his play. Um, the play will get better, but Cardinals. Kyler Murray has a, I think, 50-50 leaning more towards coming back chance may have Colt McCoy in the two games they've had Colt McCoy. They've looked outstanding, and they haven't looked so great. Somewhere in the middle, I think Colt McCoy leaning more towards the better because he's got a good team and a good head coach with him. So is this an upset special right here? Seattle hosting the Arizona Cardinals 3-6, and 8-2. and two. Does this have upset special written on it to you, or does Arizona handle its divisional business and defeat these Seattle Seahawks and put them what would be out of their misery at three and seven. No, uh, um, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, Arizona, I got, I like Colin Murray's chances against Seattle. Hold on, let me get stationary, so not transforming, but that's all. Ain't really too much to it. The question is, I like Kyler Murray's chances if he plays. If he doesn't play, then I can see a Seattle victory in a competitive effort. I would have to... I would have to agree with you on the Kyler Murray aspect. I do believe that if he plays that the Arizona Cardinals will win that game, and I don't think there's a question about it. But I do believe Coach McCoy, as Shakes likes to say, I think if he does get the start – sorry, Shakes, I'll let you get in here. I think if he does get the start, uh, I think that the the better of the last two games will show up. And I do believe in the real coach, Cliff Kingsbury, if – Colt McCoy does have to start this Sunday for the Arizona Cardinals. What were you going to say there, Shakes, before we move on to the next game? I don't agree, bro. I don't agree with neither one of y'all. Seattle going to win this game whether Kyler Murray plays or not. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. Oh. I want to get – I would like to get into that in just a minute. I will ask uh, – we have to ask this one because he's in the building and they're playing the team. The team that that cannot go zero and seventeen, you know, because if you tie finger to the finger to the temple, you can't go zero and seventeen. 
The Cleveland Browns chill will. They drop to five and six and give the Detroit Lions their first win. Or does Dan Campbell have to crawl back to Detroit and still hope that his team knows how to buy ankles and rip off kneecaps? Trap game, Detroit Lions come into Cleveland. They are 10-point favorites. Cleveland is at home against these lowly Detroit Lions. Anything to say about this game coming up in week 11, Chilwell? Got yourself on mute, sir. See, I was hey, doing so good. Wild. I was I was doing good on asking them if they were here, and then I stopped doing it. See, that's me. Hey, See? hey you listen. Live, you live and you live. Listen, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let me take a spot real quick and say this. Go ahead. Right? About that Detroit game, I'm going to say one thing, right? If your name is Dan Campbell, you are a bad coach. A bad mm-hmm. coach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really kind of can't help but take that pretty personal. <laughs> and and on that note, Dan C, we will get you in here um, <laughs> and your opinion on this game. Now, of course, we all know next week uh, where do they? Sorry, give me one second here. Oh, it does not show me the. Uh, oh yeah, it looks like the Rams five, are on a bye. So. Thirty-nine yards would have whipped your ass, shake. I don't, don't, man, <laughs> man. I swear to God, bro. Hey. My vengeance will rain holy <laughs> when I rain down on Fonzie. You understand me? Uh, when I see you I was, again, I'm going oh, straight jewels on your ass. You understand me? I'm going to get medieval we, on your ass. Yep. I and am, we will get into that. We will get into that fantasy stuff and that fantasy update stuff here in just a moment. Dan Campbell, I was going to try to get an L.A. team for you, but they're both on bye this week, I believe. Um, I don't see a Chargers game or a Rams game on the schedule unless I'm blind. Oh, they're playing this. Well, we'll do that one. Sunday Night Football, Pittsburgh Steelers probably going to have Mason Rudolph um, at their quarterback helm. Maybe, depends. COVID, Roethlisberger, uh, um, dang, Justin Herbert. I can't believe I almost forgot that name. Justin Herbert, quarterback of the Chargers. Chargers. Five-point favorites at home. Steelers cross country on a Sunday night. Upset special. Chargers trying to recover from that Minnesota loss. Do they get the win? Or do you think they're upset at home on the Sunday night stage by Steelers? First of all, I'm going to play Sherlock Holmes and say Shakes is looking at fantasy, which, unfortunately, no no excuses. I, I never even looked this week at those fantasy games. So mm-hmm. we got people on by or people on the bench. It, must, it wasn't James. It was Dan C. That's right. But we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, honestly, though, it's hard for me to concentrate when shit ain't on it, dog. I got to be honest. I got a lot of things in the fire over here. And playing playing for uh, hopes and dreams ain't one of them. But as far as that game is concerned, uh, you say the Chargers against the Steelers, right? Where where is yes, that sir. game? Not that it really Sunday matters. Night. I'm going to pick the Chargers. Sunday night in L.A. Sunday night in L.A. Hmm. That means probably somebody's going to call me to see if I either want to buy a ticket or take a ticket. And I'll say no because there's no better seat than the seat on my couch and the beer in my fridge and the toilet 14 <laughs> steps away. But the Chargers, I think, will win. I mean, especially uh, Ben's dealing with COVID. And Ben, who's Ben? He's old. 
old, old arm Armstrong, man. And one thing I will say about Mason Rudolph is he's a great football player. He's obviously competed from adolescence all the way up to the NFL, and kudos to him. But he is not a football quarterback. He is not a franchise quarterback. The way I will admire the way he ran into the defender when the when he was on a QB scramble, but that is how you end your career and possibly playing with your children. He's insane. We saw that with the way he handled the Miles Garrett situation, which time I thought maybe he didn't say something. Miles Garrett is kind of crazy, but as time has persisted, we kind of see Miles Garrett is cool and legit. And for him to get crazy, something must have been said. I'm not saying something racist was said. I'm just saying something inappropriate was probably said because Mason Rudolph looks like a psycho. So I will choose the Chargers to win that game. Uh, The Chargers need to get right. The Chargers are a good team. The Chargers have a coach that is – he puts Riverboat Ron to shame, bro. He'll take Riverboat Ron's boat Mm -hmm. over by by gunpoint. You know what I mean? Out here, you got Knott's Berry Farm. They have a ride actually, where where two gamblers or two robbers come on and take it over. That's what he is. He's going for fourth down everywhere and anywhere, mm-hmm. which is crazy. So he needs to remember he's in the NFL, where people get play, paid to play three phases of the game. But I still will take the Chargers in a get right game. I definitely agree with you on that one. I will. Ride with the the Chargers. I think either Ben or Mason plays. I will take the Chargers at home. Uh, Next week's slate, um, as we know it, I will read it off before we get into it. I was going to ask Dan see this, but I found his hometown team. Thursday night football rematch of the Super Bowl. Patriots going on the road to Atlanta. Atlanta versus New England. Uh, Sunday football start with the morning games. Packers taking on the Vikings in Minnesota. Colts taking on the Bills in Buffalo. Ravens taking on the Bears in Chicago. Lions taking on the Browns in Cleveland. Texans taking on the Titans in Tennessee. Dolphins taking on the Jets in New York. Saints taking on the Eagles in Philly. Washington football team taking on the Panthers in Carolina. 49ers versus the Jaguars in Jacksonville. That is a lot of morning games. Moving over to the evening games, which there is only three of them. 205 start time for the West Coast for uh for I'm sorry 105 start time for the West Coast 405 for the East Coast of course as we know Bengals at Las Vegas Raiders Dallas Cowboys at the Kansas City Chiefs probably the game of the week on Fox Cardinals at Seattle Seahawks and of course Sunday night football like we just talked about Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Los Angeles Chargers and the game of the week which we will discuss these next 3 days at nauseum the New York Giants go down to Tampa Bay to take on the defending Super Bowl champs, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And there's no further ado, Shakes Montana, fantasy football. I think I did you a favor this week. I usually lose, but I think I might have helped you out. I'm not sure, but we will find out right now. We have the fantasy update with my main man, Shakes Montana. Thank you, man. No, you ain't give me no favors, man. They just sell for all the favors over there, man. <laughs> bullshit. That's some bullshit, man. And definitely going to get to that, man, because you... Mm, you a lucky motherfucker. I'm going to just say that. I'm going to just say that, and we're going to go on. Let's go on. 
It's always Shakedown League One all the way to the Championship League. Alright, I start off with League One and always my matchups first. And not too good this week again. Yeah, that means I just got to win out now. That's all That's all that matters. That's all that matters to me. <laughs> but hey, <laughs> so, you know, that's all that matters to me. All right, but the fantasy elite goes down to Black Freezy. Mm-mm-mm. And he put the bang, bang. <laughs> bang, bang, whoop, smack. He ain't had to do me like that. that. That was wrong. That was just wrong. I mean, what I ever do to you? you every last bit of it, sir. <laughs> what I ever do to you? <laughs> like, I thought we were friends. <laughs> a lot. A lot. <laughs> 162 to 139. Man, I don't like that, man. You know what I mean? I don't like that at all. But hey, I'm still winning the series, the season series. I think I won the season series. But shout out to him, man. Shout out to him. He got his victory. Congratulations. I dropped a five and five. That is happening. That happens to be good and tied for first place in the Shakedown East division. So didn't hurt me that much. But man. Mm, that 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 stings a little bit, Black. It really do. Black Freezy goes up to six and four. He is also in a battle in his uh, division. He is tied for first place with some other people. We'll get to that. Oh man, playoff time too is getting down to the nitty gritty. All right, here we go. We got James from New York. Fresh. Put the bang thing whoop smack. So glad he did him like that to J Rock. Giants for life, 201 to 180. James from New York goes to 6-4. and four. He's tied for second place in that North Division. While J-Rock drops to 7-3, and three, he's still in first place of that North Division. I see you, J-Rock. You're dominating all over the place, but we're going to get to that. He a little sneaky motherfucker. He a little sneaky motherfucker. We got Rody just squeaking it out against... LRP. Damn, LRP, you still ain't get a victory? Oh, come on, son. 162 to 154. Rody goes to 6-4. and four. He's tied for second place in that North Division. Wow, LRP drops to 0-10 in last place of the whole fucking league. But again, which I say every week... This dude is actually trying. He's not an inactive player. He's an active player. Oh, and 10. I've never seen nothing like that before in my life. Wow. All right. We got Easy. Now is chosen. That's E, the chosen one from the Bronx, putting the bang thing whoop smack. So glad he did him like that to call customs blue order 154 to 138. Motherfucker took my tight end, man. Fucking core cussing. You ain't been active. Oh, yeah, you're going to be active now and you're going to take my tight end. Fucking asshole. But chose one from the Bronx. He goes to 6-4. and four. He's tied for first place in that South Division with Black Freezy and somebody else I will name in a minute. 
Wow. The Blue Order Core Customs drops to four and six in the basement of that East Division. All right. And we got Easy Does It, e, Easy in D.C., putting the bang thing whoop smack. So glad he did him like that. The JR can't draft like me, Devontae. Ooh, yeah. 148 to 107. All right. Easy goes to 4 and 6. He's in the basement of that South Division. He ain't even in that battle. Wow. JR can't draft like me. Devontae drops to 5 and 5. He is good and tied with me and somebody else. I'll name in a second for first place in that East Division. And last but not least, which I wanted to get to. Chub chasing motherfucking Nacho. Chub chasing motherfucking Nacho. Just squeaked it out. And I mean, just squeaked it out against Big Didi Comedian. You know we like Big Didi's. How you gonna do it like that? How you gonna beat it like that, though, man? 157 to 155. My God, you yeah, suck. Nacho. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Black Freezy obviously needed that victory. Big TD Comedy drops to six and four. She is tied for first place with Black Freezy and either chosen one from the Bronx in that South Division in that battle. They going at it over there. While Chubb chasing motherfucking Nacho goes up to five and five. And that is tied with me and Devontae for first place in that East Division. Man, now he's in the fucking race. Just what I needed. All right. That is, oh, let me tell y'all what's going on next week. We got the Fantasy Elite. That's me going against E, the chosen one from the Bronx. I believe this is our last matchup. E, I think this is our last matchup. But, um. Yeah, shout-outs to you. Good luck. Um, we got Giants for Life, J-Rock going against Rody. Ooh, good matchup there. We got Jamaican My Shots, LRP. Can he get his first victory against James in New York? We got Core Customs, the Blue Order, going against Easy in D.C. We got J.R. Can't Draft Like Me, Devontae, going against Big D.D. Comedy. You know we like Big D.D. And then last but not least, <laughs> we got Here We Go Again, which is obviously what Chubb chasing Nacho. Oh, no, wait, who, who is this? Who is this? Wait a minute. Is that you, Chubb chasing? Yeah, that's you. Changed it. All right, so, yeah, we got Here We Go Again. He changed his name. Going against. Black Freezy, that's Nacho going against Black Freezy. And that is League One scores, standings, and upcoming matchups. Anything y'all want to say before I move on to Shakedown League Two? Good. Moving on to League Two, man, we got the body snatches. Putting the bang thing whoop smack. So glad he did it like that. I had to, man. I just had to. 
I had to. Talked all that shit this year. I had to just beat you up all season long just to let you know you ain't a rookie no more. You understand? 162 to 142 LRP goes down to me once again. And can't even buy a victory against me. Mm-mm-mm. Just a bully out here. Just a bully. The body snatches goes to six and four. That's good and tie for first place in that battle royale we'll get to in a minute. While LRP drops to four and six in the basement of the South Division. Alright. We got Headhunters J Rock. Just squeaking it out against Black Freezy, 169 to 165. Mmm, good, good shit in that battle royale. Alright, J-Rock goes up to 6 and 4. And that is good and tied for first place with me and the person he just beat, Black Freezy. We all tied for first place at 6 and 4 in that South Division in that Battle Royale. I told y'all motherfuckers to split it up. Y'all don't listen to me. Alright? We got I Smoke Fools Dan C. Putting the bang thing whoop smack. Mmm, I fucked up them like that. The Chinese Giants. He does a lot. 165 to 116. I smoke fools. Dan C goes to seven and three. That's good for first place in that North Division. I see you. You won three straight over there. That's pretty good. Shout outs to Dan C. Oh, shout outs to J Rock as well, winning five straight to go ahead and be in first place in that South Division. Let me make sure I give him his flowers. All right, but Chinese Giants drops to three and seven. That is good for last place in the whole division. Ain't not too good, huh? Alright. We got regulators mount up. Putting the bang thing whoop smack down. I fucked up them like that. The DJ judgment all the way out in Canada. 180 to 96. Mm. Regulators. He goes to 4 and 6. That's good for third place in that West Division. Our DJ judgment drops to 4 and 6. Good for third place in that North Division. Alright. We got Roldy putting the bang thing whoop smack. Man, that's some bullshit. And he got him like that. To damage Incorporated KB. 175 to 59. What the fuck? Roldy goes to 5 and 5. He's good for second place in that West Division. Wow. Damage Incorporated drops to 3 and 7. Good for the basement of the North Division. And last but not least, we got Be Easy in D.C. Putting the bang thing whoop smack. That's crazy he did him like that. The Bristol Pirates all the way out in Europe. 150 to 135. Easy in D.C. goes to 7 and 3. That's good for first place in that West Division. He dominating. He dominating. While Bristol Pirates drops to 5-5, five and five, good for second place in that North Division. Alright. That's for next week. We got the Body Snatches going against the Headhunters. Ooh. That sounds like a vicious-ass matchup right there. That just sounds vicious. But that's me going against J-Rock. We got LRP going against Black Freezy. 
Uh oh, the battle royal continues. We got Chinese John going against DJ Judgment out in Canada. Got regulators bound up going against Damage Incorporated KB. We got Roadie going against Bristol Pirates in Europe. And we got Easy in DC going against I Smoke Fools Dan C in Cali. And that is the Shakedown League 2. Scores, standings, and upcoming matchups. Alright? Boom. Another one bites the dust. LRP. Get your life together over there, boy. Fucking with me. Understand? We're going to League 3. Five, ain't nobody got nothing to say. yards or would have whipped your ass. Yeah, yeah. And, and Devin White and this miracle yeah, 30 points yeah, that came yeah. out of nowhere. Don't sit there and act like you, you knew what the go fuck you were doing. Your ass was going down, down again. Bro. Your ass was going How down. How many times you beat me this year? How many times? And I'm going to tell you this. I'm nah. going to tell you this. You need to slow your yeah, road because you ain't finished with all these leagues. Yeah, bro. <laughs> That's the last time you didn't spoke bad on my name for the rest of the way. So I'm just yeah, going to move on. Move on. <laughs> Oh, it would be my pleasure to move on to this league right here, which I call it the Shakes League. It ain't even the Shakedown League 3. It's the Shakes League 3. So is. <laughs> and uh, always my matchups first. Always. The AFC West best. That's me. That's me. With the bang, bang, whip, smack. Mm-hmm. Had to do them like that. I don't want to hear no excuses. You should have motherfucking paid attention. To I Smoke Fools, Dan C, out in Cali. 170 to 126. That is, and I believe, 10 and 0. That's right. 10 and 0. Still going for a perfect season. Shout outs to me, man. Just dominating. Wow. I smoke fools. Drops to four and six. That's good and tied for the basement of the South Division. We got New Jersey G Men putting the bang thing. Whoop smack. That's fucked up. We dumb like that. No, it ain't because I don't like to dumb city. One seventy to one fifteen. New Jersey G Men. Goes to fit five and five, good for a second place, tied with Dumb City in that West Division. All right, we got Rody putting the bang thing. That's fucked up. He did him like that. I ain't even gonna finish the whole shit. That is terrible the way he did that. To knuckle up, KB one seventy three to forty three. Yeah, you ain't playing. You ain't playing, G. You ain't playing, G. Roadie goes to 9-1. That's good for first place in that West Division. Mm. I got to keep winning because of this motherfucker, man. All right. While Knuckle Up KB goes to 2-8 and eight in the basement of that West Division. Mm. We got every day is Friday Black Freezy. Putting the bang thing, whoop, smack. Why you doing like that? To his friend. I am the chosen one from the Bronx. 
145. Thought that was your homie. Now you acting like you don't know me. Man. Fucked up. Black Freezy goes to 4 and 6. That's good for second place in that East Division where everybody looking up at me. While E, the chosen one from the Bronx, drops to 6 and 4. Good for second place in that South Division. You just fucked them up, man. You ain't even in the playoffs. Why you doing like that? That's fucked up. Anyway, moving on. We got LRP, Jamaican My Shots, putting the bang, thing, whip, smack. I'm glad he did them like that. I got a feeling. Nacho. 
foot in the bang, dang, whoop, smack. Yeah, 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 I had to do them like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to do them like that. To 165, to 146, to J-Rock. Yeah, yeah. Talking all that shit, motherfucker. I go to six and four. That's right. Six and four. Winning the series with all of my compadres now officially because J-Rock was the only one that could possibly tie me. But it's a wrap. It's over. I beat everyone. I won. I looked around and no one is there. Yeah. Got them. All of them. That's right. All of you. And I go to six and four. That's good. And that's good for second place in that East Division. Wow. J-Rock goes to seven and three. He's still in first place of the whole fucking league. Oh, you trying to go for the for the gusto, huh? I see you. I see you. I'm coming. I'm coming for y'all. Pause. I want that belt. It's old to me. It's old to me. Alright. We got Jamaican my shots. LRP putting the bang thing whoop smack. Man, why you doing like that? To Dan C out in Cali. One forty to ninety eight. Oh man. Jamaican my shots. LRP goes to six and four. That's good for second place in that West Division. What you trying to do? You trying to go for the ball too? Man, you better stop, boy. Yeah, keep on talking. It's all Keep on talking. How many wins is that in a row? How many wins? Let me let me give him his flowers and let me get my flowers as well. Jamaican my shots. LRP has won six straight, y'all. He was zero and four. He was zero and four. Six straight for LRP. Can we get an applause? Can we get an applause for him? Somebody hit the button. Mm-hmm. Keep on talking. Hit the button. Yeah, that's great. That's real good. Six straight. Ain't better than ten straight, but six straight is real good, bro. That's real good. That's real good. But let me get my flowers as well. I have won four straight in this league. Okay. Shout out to you. You're a whole bum out here. You ain't Shout got out to me. All right. You're a whole bum. <laughs> oh, you, you, I got two more than you. You're a bum. Yeah, all right. You're a straight up bum. Win the, Win the chip. Then talk to me. All right. <laughs> you sit straight. Right. You ain't going to be able to do that for the rest of the year. I already got that belt. I hear you. Six straight. For LRP. Alright. Well, give me that. Drops to three and seven. He's in the basement of that West Division. Not looking too good, Dancy. Alright. And we got Rody saying not again. He will not get me again. Putting the bang thing whoop smack. That's fucked up. Nah, I'm laughing at that. <laughs> <laughs> or Chill Will, 190 to 159. Chill Will. Ha, ha. Happen. <laughs> what 
stepping into Will. Sure, Will has lost three straight, y'all. Three straight, y'all. What's going on? What's happening? He is now 5-5, five and five, good for third place in that West Division. While Rody, and I can remember it earlier. Then, right? Remember this Black Freezy? And the beginning of the season when he beat Rody the first time, he said, Is this your king? Well, look at that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, look at that. All right. All right, so Rody goes to 7-3. and three. He's good for first place in that West Division. Shout-out to Rody having a good, another good season. Rody is becoming a, a fantasy beast. I'm not going to lie to you. All, all credit to you. All right. We got Black Freezy putting the bang thing whoop smack. Mm-mm-mm. That's fucked up you did him like that. That's your friend, man. It's supposed to be your friend. So only one can be chosen. Either chose one from the Bronx. Black Freezy just wasn't playing with nobody this week. Just wasn't playing with nobody. Like, fuck everybody. 200 to no, 167. <laughs> oh, either chose one from the Bronx. Stops to 5-5. Five five. That's good for third place in that East Division. Wow, Black Freezy goes up to 5-5. Five Good for third place in that South Division. Trying to creep up in the playoffs. I see y'all. All right, we got Vinica Strokes down the man from Delaware putting the bang thing whoop smack. Everybody doing them like that to the Dom, Mr. Irrelevant, 180 to 106. Dan the man goes to 3 and 7. He's good for the basement in the East Division. Mama, bring, bring me up some sandwiches, girl. All right. Wow, Mr. Irrelevant is in the basement of the whole damn league at 0-10. Just getting beat up by everybody because he's not playing. Good shit. All right. And last but not least, we got F.U. Pay Me. Just putting the bang thing on Best Eye Bros. C-Block Corey from Brooklyn, 114-95. to F.U. Pay Me. Goes to six and four. That's good for second place of that South Division. Wow. Best stop, bruh. C Block Coy from Brooklyn drops to seven and three. Still good for first place of that East Division. I'm coming for that crown. Coming for that crown. Trying to win that division, man. Trying to win that division, man. All right. As far as next week, we got the Comeback Kids, which is me, going against F.U. Pay Me. It's a good matchup there. I got some good matchups this week. Fuck. We got Jamaican My Shots LRP going against Rody. We got Kareem on your chub, chill Will going against Dan C. And Cali. uh-oh. Uh-oh. We got J-Rock about that life going against Only One Can Be Chosen. We got Black Freezy going against Dan the Man in Delaware. And we got the Dom, Mr. Irrelevant, going against C-Block Corey from Brooklyn. Oh, fuck, man. I need him to fucking lose. He ain't going to lose this one. Hey. Then the bus with ass, Dan the Man. Uh-oh. And that is all of the Shakedown League scores, standings, and upcoming matchups. 
And like I always say, I am just that damn good. Oh my goodness, ten and zero, you are that good, man. Um, I have been losing a lot this year. Um, it is interesting to be tied for first place. I don't know what that feels like as a fantasy owner. Um, but you know, uh, let let, let let's um, we got about thirty minutes left here, thirty four minutes left of this recorded session. We've skipped over. From the live to the recorded and, and sorry, one second. Sorry, I had a big old cough there. I didn't want to do that on the air to anybody's ears. So um we're gonna get into some closing statements for everybody. I want everyone to have the time that they need to say anything they want to say about NFL week ten, NBA, anything sports related, anything non sports related to get your peace out, get anything you want to say out there before we move on out of here, uh, and get on to some last minute sports talk. Maybe get into some basketball talk about some undefeated November teams. I don't know. We'll see. Um the first person I'd like to go to is Chill Will. Are you with us, Chill? Well, you got yourself on mute, sir. Are you with us? Motherfucker lose three straight. He don't want to say nothing no more. Yeah, I understand. Um, I, I don't know. Um, and I don't know if you're talking about the Browns or his fantasy, but either way, um, oh. I don't think they've lost three straight though. I think it's only one or two. But anyways, um, that's him. The, Browns ain't looking too good neither though. So. No, no, yeah. So, Chill Will, thank you for your call. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, uh, sad you couldn't uh, get in your final words, whatever uh, you wanted to say before we get on up out of here. But, again, thank you. Love and peace and everything before uh, you get on out of you. Hear this? Thank you. Uh, LRP, sir, you are next on the board, my friend. Anything you'd like to say before we get on up out of here? Any, any? Any thoughts, trials, tribulations? Uh, as as our other good friend E likes to say, there are no problems in Houston, and for that, I am thankful because I don't need my man LRP around no problems. So, my friend, sir, the floor is yours. Nah, man, great show. Peace and love to the people. Y'all have a good night. Make sure you vote. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Always make sure you vote. Um, chosen one, sir. NFL, tennis, golf, badminton, soccer, any other sport you'd like to talk about. Close your statement. Anything before we get on to the free-for-all session right after this is over. You on, me, you on mute, either chosen one? All right, just listeners today, I love it. We get through these fast, quick, and easy. Oh, Black, my friend, sir, Black Friday. That is the the most, oh, sorry, how, how can I say this? If you're sitting back in here wondering whose music we talk over sometimes, and you're sitting here like, man, you grooving and chilling like I am, because sometimes I just... I just be, you know what I be, and I be, I be grooving to that shit. That's that's Mr. Black Friday stuff, and 
I want to thank him very so much for having that. Uh, it really helps us out. But, sir, the floor is yours. Anything you'd like to say sports-wise or just anything before we get on up out yeah, of these? Yeah, no, man, great show, great show, man. Pardon me for the bad audio. We're going to get better. Uh, tune in tomorrow, Debate Wednesday. Understand me? Uh, we're going to be out here. That's organized chaos. We're going to do it to you directly, early and often. Understand this? But uh, great show, bro, man. Everybody, man, good shit. Uh, been slapping people uh, lately in fantasy. I want to give a shout-out to myself since everybody got flowers on the table and shit like that. I want to do it to me. You know what I'm saying? Bob Backlund. Pat myself on the back.com. All right? So shout-out to everybody since they're stroking the ego. Um, God bless. Peace. Two flowers, two flowers, two. Okay, double flowers, bro. Double applause for I my boy. I said you was, you was beating up everybody this week. Yo, what more flowers do you want, bro? You ain't got no streaks or nothing. What are you, what are you talking about? I want to. Oh, yo, I'm in the store hey. right now. Huh? I'm shopping for flowers. You understand this? Yeah. All, all I know is you started talking about chippers. I didn't hear Black's name. I think that might have been disrespectful, but we can we can move you on. Know what I'm you understand? I got a lot of on my back. Hey, we talking chippers around here. But anyways, uh, moving on again. Black, thank you so much. Um, Shakes, you have the moat on Monday night. The moat. You about to go to his town? You all thinking of what's the most, the most accomplished of all time? As I, you know what I'm saying? I put the O in there because I put the O from the most. So you know we can make it nice and sweet. It's the most. He's the most accomplished of all time. How I like to say it. Um, uh, 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 to me, it is. A great, great game, but I want to hear a little bit about this because you're going to be my first one after we get into this. So closing statement from you, anything you'd like to talk about, and then right after that, go into Monday night's game, talk a little bit about the greatest quarterback of all time in very, very, very many people's eyes, Tom Brady, and the test you guys got coming up um, right after your closing statement, sir. Shakes, the floor is yours. First off, great show. Um, loving the structure that you bring to the table. Great shit. Um, and uh, it's just good to be me in fantasy. Like, my God. I mean, it just beat up on all your compadres like that and just have that bragging right. At least until the motherfucking playoffs, you know, I can just talk my shit. Then I got to get, you know what I mean, down to the nitty-gritty and get focused on winning some chips. But as of right now, my focus was to just beat up on my compadres. And I did that. I did that. So it was a good thing. It's good to be me. Um, As far as Tom Brady, right? You you put the whole name on him, which is a good name, right? It's a good name. It's, you know, most accomplished. Yeah, I can go with that. I can go with that. 
right? I mean, because he is, right? But there comes a time, right? There comes a time where Father Time hits you. Now, I'm not saying that he is throwing noodles out there or nothing like that. But some of your passes don't have the zip it used to once had. Right? Your quick your step is a little bit more slower. <laughs> Trying to get out the pocket. It's just father time hits you. Nobody is susceptible to it. Nobody. I've seen one, one, arguably one of the greatest of all times in my eyes, or which I've seen with my two eyes and Michael Jordan. Still good, but look at shelling himself while he was in Washington with the Washington Wizards. For all the time, hit you. One of the greatest cornerbacks of my time that people still imitate and emulate and still do his dance to this day and Deion Sanders I see also look at Shella himself still good but look at Shella himself while he was in Baltimore with the Baltimore Ravens no one is susceptible to Father Time, not even the moat, Tom Brady. So, this is what we're going to see. He is susceptible now. Let's be sharks in the water that sees or sniffs blood. Because something is going on. And his confidence ain't skyrocketed as it usually is. So let's take advantage. Let's take advantage. Let's win this ball game. We can do it. Our defense is stepping up to the point I can feel confident and that we can do this. Now it's just can we score enough points to do this? I don't know, but that's something we definitely going to talk about the rest of the week. We got Debate Wednesdays with Black Freezy. We got Thriving Thursdays LRP, which I don't know um, what's going on with him. We'll, we'll figure that out. But uh, And we also got... That was just last week, bro. E-Style Fridays, huh? That was just last week. Okay, all right, so we good. We good for Thriving Thursdays. We good. We'll be there. Yes. But, so we'll definitely talk more in depth about this matchup, but yes. Take advantage, man. Yes, yes, definitely. And I don't want to get away from those shows and those debates and, and especially 
the thriving conversations that will be happening on Thriving Thursday. Man, I like that. That's going to be cool uh, to listen to. And then, of course, Easter on Friday. I know this is going to be a big topic of conversation for all three days because of the implications that it has on the New York Giants moving forward and what it also has on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers moving forward. A loss here for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers moves them to 6-4 and four and throws a real damper on them having an easy road to the playoffs, especially with the Carolina Panthers getting back on track and the New Orleans Saints seemingly playing very well uh, with all their with all their stuff going on. So that's going to be the most interesting thing. Uh, I am going to be I'm going to be more. I'm going to be. That's the most interesting thing. No, it's not. Let's let's stop saying that because not everything's that interesting. This is going to be the topic of conversation for the entirety of the week, and I am ready for it. Let's just leave it at that. Um, uh, either chosen one, are you back with us, sir? All right, I didn't think so. Um, for the last little bit here, I wanted to deep dive, and what I mean deep dive, I just mean talk about it, and that is the National Basketball Association. Uh, I will run through the top eight teams. Um, oh, it's ten. I forgot. We'll do the top ten teams of the East, top ten teams of the West, and we'll get into it and see what everyone's feeling about this NBA season as rolling through. Uh, most teams at about 14 games, 13 games played. We do have the number one team in the West playing the number one three in the East right now. The Golden State Warriors playing the uh, Brooklyn Nets. Uh, that's going to be uh, fun to see how that one ends. That was in the fourth quarter. Uh, I don't know if that one's over or not. I don't think it is yet, but it is getting there. 26-point lead for the Warriors there, uh, 106-80, to 80, nine minutes left in the fourth. Um, but, like I said, uh, we'll get to those real quick. Sorry, I left the page, getting back. Uh, first place in the East at 10-3 and three is the Washington Wizards. Second place in the East is at 10-4 and four is the Chicago Bulls. Third place as of right now is the Brooklyn Nets, 10-4. and four. Fourth place is the Miami Heat at nine and five. Cleveland at nine and six in fifth place. The New York Knicks, New York Knicks in sixth place at eight and six. Philadelphia in the seventh place at eight and six as well. Charlotte Hornets eight and seven. Boston Celtics seven and seven in the ninth place. And Toronto ringing up the rear there in the final uh, playing spot in the East at seven and eight. In the West, we have eleven and two Golden State Warriors in first place. Phoenix Suns in second place, undefeated in the month of November, ten and three there. Uh, Dallas Mavericks nine and four in third place. Denver Nuggets nine and five in fourth place. Utah Jazz eight and five in sixth place. The L.A. Clippers in sixth place at eight and five, and the Los Angeles Lakers eight and seven there, up in seventh place. Memphis Grizzlies seven and seven in eighth place. Portland Trailblazers seven and eight in eighth place, and the Sacramento Kings dead last last year. They are in the tenth spot, six to eight, six and eight this year. So, um, shakes. I'll bring it to you. I mean, I know you like to watch everything. Uh, the basketball season, where you know I talked after week one, we are now what approaching week three, getting into week four. I believe how it works. I don't know exactly. Um, they don't really break it up in the weeks, but we're in the months. We're in the month of November. We're getting into the middle of it. We're getting closer to that Christmas game. Anything sticking out to you? This this basketball still still being the basketball we've been loving to watch. Um, I have been able to catch a few games, but not as many as I'd like. So, um, start with you, Shakes. Like I said, the Nets. Anything you want to talk about basketball wise? Um, 
No, not really. Um, there's no really like major storylines going on as far as like a team struggling and you like, oh man, why are they losing like that? I mean, of course you got the usual shits where you got the senior citizen, um, you know, crew and shit and their injuries. You know, um, you know. I, I still believe that they'll be in the picture when it's all said and done. And the Lakers, I'm speaking of, if anybody knew what I was speaking of. But um, I still think that they'll be in the picture when it's all said and done. But right now, they banged up. Um, it's crazy to see the Warriors is back to being the Warriors. Um, something that I had like expected last year, I believe I had a debate or conversation with either chosen one from the Bronx about the Warriors last year and um, said that, no, nah, man, they still the fucking Warriors, man. I don't give a fuck. And um, they wasn't the Warriors of of past last year, but they showing this year, yeah, we still the fucking Warriors, man. Um, but your, your sons is doing pretty good, usual suspects from last year. I'm not surprised at Dallas or Denver. Um, Clippers winning still without Quarry is, is definitely commendable. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Memphis, of course, is definitely one of those teams I feel like is an up-and-coming team. they mediocre right now. Portland as well as there. Sacramento, you know, they 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 doing anything. Uh, They're not over 500, but... Sacramento has played good ball, though. You you watch them and you like, oh, that ain't a bad team, man. If they can get it all together and once they click, they'll be all right. But as far as the East, a uh, shock to me is them Wizards, man. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, the fuck, where did that come from? Right? Number one in the East? Like, come on, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's with, a little shock. Them. I was going to say, with the Lakers' youth, too. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Took them and said, yeah, let, let's, let's ball, pause. But, um, yeah, man, um, that's a little shock. Uh, I wasn't shocked at Chicago, you know. Um, I expected them to, to be a little better with the moves that they made in the off season. I'm not rooting for them or like them or anything, as either chose one from the Bronx um, percepted it. But um, I do think that they made some nice moves. Um, Brooklyn and, uh, of course, my team, the Heat, doing good, doing what I expected them to do. Um, But Cleveland playing good ball. New York playing good ball, right? That's kind of a shocker, you know, that they're playing top-notch basketball right now, both of those teams. And then Philly having the trouble that they having a little bit being in that mediocre in the in the range. But all in all, when you got the Milwaukee Bucks that the eleven C at this current point in time, right? That says, Wow, like the East is really like diverse right now. Like there are a lot of good teams in the east and that ain't that ain't been the case in these past few years maybe even a decade so 
crazy to see it. It's crazy to see it. Yeah, it is, man. I just really, um, the basketball season I think is awesome, which makes it, you know, good for me because I like watching basketball in the regular season, but it felt as if the regular season was hard to watch. And now with them officiating as if it's playoffs, uh, I really enjoy it. It just begs me to wonder what people are going to get away with in the playoffs. Of course, we've got months to get there, and that'll be fun to talk about as we approach, you know, April and May and June and um, all those things. And we have football seasons over, and we'll have the NBA uh, to talk about. Um, uh, Eat a chosen or, or Black Freezy um, in the basketball world. I know your, your audio, the last time you talked, your audio was perfect, so I think you're good right now. But um, anything in the basketball world that's piquing your interest, I know the Washington Wizards seem to be the talk of the town, but anything else, maybe um, somebody doing worse than you expected or even better than you expected, um, in this NBA tip, uh, even even though we're early, game coming up. All right, I think everybody uh, is is just chilling right now, um, listening and having oh, yeah, a good time. Much like. People are getting ready for work and, and all that stuff right now, so yeah, you're getting the, the brunt of it. But um, real quick though, about that these holiday games, right? Um, you you mentioned Christmas game. I ain't gonna talk about that right now. But just switching gears a little bit, you know, from the NBA since you know Black Friday talk about it, but the Thanksgiving games, as far as, well, both, NFL and NBA games. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we always get to the tradition. You know, we always got to get a Detroit game and a Dallas game. But the the teams that they're playing, um, I, I don't have it off the rip or in my sight right now. It. But those, okay, good. Those games are pretty good, man, on Thanksgiving. I can't wait, man. I love Thanksgiving, man. But go ahead. That's one of my favorite holidays. So we are in week 10, or we are in week 11. Uh, Week 12 is going to be Halloween week. That is a Thursday night, obviously, November 23rd, three games, morning game. Chicago at Detroit is the morning game starting at 10.30 a.m. or 9.30 a.m. on the West Coast. Y'all can figure that out from there. The second game is the game I think everyone will be interested in, especially on this line. Raiders going to Dallas Thursday, obviously, 2.30 p.m. game, or 1.30 p.m. on the West Coast game. Um, Dallas favored by seven. And then, of course, the game that I am interested in, everyone else I think will be interested as well. Buffalo Bills going to New Orleans on a Thursday night. Um, I think that's uh, that's interesting Interesting game there. Um, Buffalo will have the Colts this week. Um, Chicago has the Ravens. Lions have the Browns. Saints have the Eagles. And um, who else is there? Cowboys have the Chiefs um, this week. So all those teams play on Sunday. Um, So all those teams will be on short weeks playing Thursday again. 
Bears-Lions morning game, Raiders-Cowboys afternoon game, Bills-Saints evening game, Fox, CBS, NBC. So, yeah, I'm excited, man. And and those bottom two, again, Bears-Lions, that's tradition. They both have the Thanksgiving game, so they just gave it to them. Uh, Cowboys-Raiders, both those teams – Raiders playing the Bengals at home afternoon Sunday game. See how that goes. Cowboys got the Chiefs afternoon Sunday game. See how that goes. And then they got a you know quick turnaround uh, and 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 do the thing. Um, Cowboys are on the road, so they don't. It's not. Back-to-back weeks at home. Um, so that's an interesting interesting game there. And then the Bills and the Saints. Uh, NBA is a little different, but I think we're just sticking with those three um, right now. Uh, wait till Thanksgiving, man. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait till Thanksgiving. Just eating and watching football and basketball. Really, man, those, those games, I'm going to be glued, man. I, mm-hmm. I'm interested in all those games on. Um, of course, you know, you know, the Detroit game, just to see if they still win this night, man. You know what I mean? And I'm glad that that's the first game, right? Because, like, the first game is always the game, like, you know, people just waking up, people getting, you know what I mean, going to the to their destination spot. So first game is always a game you don't see too much of. you probably catching at the end of the half or something like that or majority. So, um that's great that Detroit plays the first game. That we that I mean I'm interested to see mm-hmm. how it goes. But you know that I'm good that that's the one that you know get it out the way where everybody is still trying to get settled in. So we'll be settled in to watch that Vegas Cowboys and then that New Orleans Buffalo man. That's that's good man. I I, I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> and that is my favorite holiday man. Just eating, mm-hmm. smoking, watching football. Nothing like it. And, and holiday after that, of course, Christmas, the one I bring up. Packers, Browns is the morning afternoon game, really. It's one thirty p.m. on the West Coast. And then 5.15 on the West Coast, Colts, Cardinals. So a very, 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 very NFC-implicated um, Christmas. Um. Uh, sorry about that. Give me one second. Um, so so Thanksgiving implications and playoffs and seeding, Christmas implications, playoff and seeding. It, 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 it's 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 just it's gonna be a an awesome holiday season if you're an NFL fan because we're gonna have great games on Thanksgiving. Well, like I said, you get you get the the. The game to turn on when you're cooking food and, and like like Shake said, you get to you know put it on in the background and hear some some commentators' voices that you you know you're used to hearing, and then boom, you get a really good game. I think we'll get with the Raiders Cowboys, and then of course Bills uh, Saints, and then of course on Christmas Day, two NFC teams that'll probably be fighting for first place in the NFL and the NFC and home field advantage take on two teams that'll probably be trying to hit up that seventh seed in the AFC. So it's not as if those two AFC teams are bad, depending on how this week goes for both of them uh, and how the next few weeks go for, 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 for both those, for all four of those teams, Christmas day could have very, very much 
NFL playoff implications, and so can Thanksgiving. NFL playoff or, or NFL um, uh, schedule makers did their thing, and 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 I and I enjoy it. So I'm very happy about how they have it set up and the way it's supposed to be set up over the next over the next few weeks, and then of course um, how it's going. Um, the the most interesting thing about the NFL is the parody, and I can't wait for Week 11 because we have road home dogs or road home dogs. We have road uh, favorites. We have some home underdogs, and 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 there's just going to be some 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 interesting interesting outcomes. Vikings home underdogs. Falcons home underdogs. Bears home underdogs. So it it, it it's very very interesting. Um, to see Jets, obviously home underdogs. Eagles home under. Oh, well, they're they're favored by one. That's a toss-up game. But look, there's just a bunch of games to go over this week. It's gonna be fun. And then of course we're gonna see uh, with our picks and stuff on Thursday night uh, how everything uh, progresses on to um, the playoffs and things of that nature. I can't wait to get this uh, New York Giants, Tampa Bay Buccaneers discussion hot and rolling. I didn't want to touch too many subjects today because I know people have been waiting. I know people have been biting, sitting at the edge of their seat, and I wanted to give them all the time. And and, and we wanted to take some time to cover all the other games and all the other things. Uh, Oh, oh, Mr. Chill Will. Is that you? My bad, my bad. DC, I'm chilling. Oh, how? Oh, you're not on the, <laughs> you're not on the log, but you're still here. That's cool. I don't know how that works, but we got about four minutes left. Um, like I said, we were just getting into some Thanksgiving and some Christmas games. Um, Dan C, uh, Thanksgiving's going to be Lions, Bears, morning game, Raiders, Cowboys, afternoon, Bills, Saints, uh, the evening game. That's in two weeks. All all of them have games on Sunday. Um, no one coming off any buys, so it's going to be interesting. Um, but, man, I can't wait. We are running out of time. I will see you all next week. Uh, can't wait to, like I said, can't wait to talk about this, Pan- this, this Panthers, <laughs> this Giants-Buccaneers game. Same division as the Bucks, different, different opponent, of course. They – this is going to be the topic of the session because not only does New York have opportune time to try to fight for the seventh seed with who they have beaten already, beating this team raises very, 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 very huge question marks in Tampa Bay circles. And then it raises, I think, the hope and the Kool-Aid drinking of the Giants. If you can go at home are on the road and beat the defending Super Bowl champions. Um, you know, and then of course them losing back to back to the to the football team and the Giants. The questions would start rolling in, the the doubt would start rolling in, and then of course, how much longer could Bruce Arians continue to shit on his entire team? I mean, it works, but if they start going on a losing streak, who knows? Interesting convo. Can't wait to talk about it. Offense, defense. Vita Vea, how long has he gone? That is an integral part of that defensive line. And if he's out, that is going to be a very, very interesting matchup for that offensive line of the New York Giants. So I can't wait to talk about that. Can't wait to talk about, see if Gronk comes back, who I said integral part of that offense. 
love that word today, an integral part of that offense and the way that they worked it out. Um, again, Tom Brady, Tom Brady lands, t- Tom Brady lands in in Tampa Bay, and the immediate thing he does is go get Gronk. They do that, they go on, they win a Super Bowl. Um, they get him back. That's going to be an interesting matchup, especially for that defense and that secondary that got paid big bucks too. So big questions, big things to go on this week. Dan C, thanks for coming back. Eat a chosen one. Chill Will, Shakes, Black, LRP, everybody who's joined, who's gone now. Another great Tuesday. Can't wait to see y'all next Tuesday. Talk to y'all next Tuesday. Can't wait to hear everything tomorrow on Debate Wednesday because, man, it's going to be a good one. A lot of people I know going to pick the Giants. Man, I can't, and I can't wait to see, and I can't wait to see it, man. Love each and every one of you, like I say every week. Man, I can't wait to see how we do this week too, man. Woo! Good week of football. Y'all have a great evening. Catch y'all tomorrow on Debate Wednesday, Driving Thursday, Style Friday. We will have a Sunday pregame this week. Sorry about that. Won't happen again. Got y'all. Love y'all. See y'all. Good night. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.